This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Man, it's a whole bunch of messages in this motherfucker. Yeah, no, that's, I'm we glad some, we saved them bitches, dog. We got some um, voice messages through the Anchor app. Oh, shit, been a minute since we caught some of them. And you know what's so funny? It's a minute, minute since I looked at it. Uh, JJ from, uh, from Vegas uh, send one September nineteenth. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, JJ. Yo, JJ, we Vegas. hope you still fucking with us, dog. Uh, it, it was not. Note. It was not on purpose. We just G. ain't know it was in there, bro. We ain't used to getting the, the anchor voice notes I as was, frequently, I must bro. Because yeah, they give you email like, "Hey, you got a new voice message." I, yeah. I guess I did not see it. That is funny. <laughs> but I don't know what was on in September, so but September it's fifty nine seconds. You feel me? Hey, JJ, we might just play our shit for the love, bro. We for hope sure. you still here, man. Let's get into it. Most incredible, baby. You ain't going to Ghana, baby. Uh. Wipe that shit off your face, <laughs> <laughs> baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. I can't see him coming down my eyes, so I gotta make the song cry. I can't see him coming down. So why was you? So I gotta make the song cry. Good dude. I know oh you love man! Me like Even though it gotta move like a crook move. We was together on no block since free lunch. We should have been together having four seasons brunch. We used to use umbrellas to face. She took their kid to Ghana. Nas, T. Bai, and Robin is in Ghana. And, and Charlemagne <laughs> on his Instagram earlier today. That nigga was in Ghana. I'm like, uh. nigga. Oh man, welcome back ladies and gentlemen to episode 279 of This Week in Culture I'm your host Ant Wood, aka Trinidad Ant, aka one half of the culture And I got my brother with me, Jay, what up though? What up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of the continent (laughs) (laughs) You feel me? And uh, (laughs) we back And this week (laughs) We back in 2023 We back in 2023, man Happy New Year to all the listeners all the support it's, today by it's my Jordan year, nigga. It is not these <laughs> niggas Jordan year. Forty five. Wait to forty five. Was not two thousand twenty three. Wait to forty five. Okay. Yo, and when you niggas forty five, you gonna fail. Yo, if Trump, yo, if Trump win office, right? He gonna be like, come back wearing the four five. <laughs> No, it's going to be Trump horrible. Kobe year if he win. It's going to be his Kobe year in 24. Yeah, I hope man. that nigga don't win. <laughs> no. That, <laughs> we said that the first time, like he has no chance. Yeah. No, nah, go on and blow the world up if Chalk win, man. Um, <laughs> Hey, man. This week we back. Part two of that Best Man Final Chapters review, reviewing episodes five through eight. Um, thank you to everybody who rocked with us last week for episodes one through four. That was a pretty hot episode. Yeah. Um, we was rocking. Yo. <laughs> we was rocking. I don't know where that shit came from. <laughs> yeah. But they was on us. Yeah, no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that one, man. Well, I know where it came from because these conversations around the Best Man the last Two and a half, three weeks have been intense online. Nigga, have you seen these arguments and shit? Man, can you imagine if they would have dropped these bitches one by one? Oh my God. But like, it'll be <laughs> the enemies you would have made between from one week to the next, nigga. I'll be going back and forth from my idea to, Man. to to 
drop them all at one time or not. Some, but I feel like for some shit it works, right? Like this, this ain't a show that's coming back. Yeah. Some miniseries, one time for a movie we've already gotten twice, nigga. No. <laughs> Drop this shit. Scarlet like work. She watched it. And we yeah. Discussing, going back and forth. And she was like, I got to go watch the first one. I was like, wait, like you never seen the first one? She nah, said, nah, no. He's nah. only seen The Best Man Holiday and nah. this. Was she born in 99? I was like, yo, you don't even understand Robin. At all. Yo, you want to know my favorite, absolute or favorite Or didn't was? even know that merch used to be with old girl. Like, uh, Shelby. Yeah. Bro, this is my favorite shit in the world. <laughs> that nigga... <laughs> When they were in the first one, when they was playing uh, poker, spades, whatever the fuck they be playing, and they was sitting around, and they got to talking about Robin. That nigga Harper was like, "Yo, for two years I've been in a committed relationship." Because they was telling him, "Fuck with Jordan, you know, yeah. we here for the weekend. Fuck with Jordan." He like, "Nah, two years I've been in a committed relationship." And then them niggas start going around the table with all her jobs. They started off with <laughs> she a stand up comedian, right? <laughs> <laughs> But he ain't been supporting her but, dream. But then they was like, nah, she make jewelry. <laughs> and niggas like, nah, she a teacher. She's a caterer, goddamn. <laughs> like, bro, the stand-up comedian shit, nigga. I cried, dog. She is a stand-up comedian. <laughs> oh, she's she funny, all right. Taking my kid to God. She came to court with jokes, nigga. Fuck out of here. But um, yo, man. Before we even dive into it, because we got a lot of voice notes to get into, um, how'd you feel about the second half of these episodes, watching this, like, split up? Because this second half felt way different to me than it did when I watched all eight straight through. <laughs> like, I didn't love the second half the way I thought I did when I watched all eight. We had no idea what was going on. Also a fact. But not when you know the shoe yeah. that's going to drop. It's yeah. like, I can't believe this one. Yeah, because it was like... I think for the shoe that dropped that everybody knows dropped now by this point at least. Um I don't think that shoe needed to drop, dog. Like that felt very extreme. Not just to move to Ghana. I a divorce. Yo, listen. One, I have no idea why y'all painted the picture uh in the beginning as if they was gonna make it together. They said true love of my life and they shot to To, to Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. That fucked everything up. Man. You put in people's head that all right. They to get like yeah. Jordan really wasn't sweating that shit like, at, all. at all at all and they had nigga they, in the last thirty years nigga they had two point two kisses <laughs> and that was like in four interactions it turned into two point two kisses it was wow not only two point two kisses and him getting to see Neil Long in some lingerie which is that count for some um I also seen you in a bathing suit so it really doesn't count for nothing also a fact um but. Nigga, the longest kiss was in college. We in our late forties, early fifties now. Like I seen people like y'all know he really loves the love of his life. Based on what? Man. Nothing in this shit told me that this but was the know, love. You know what I saw? And I ain't realized it till like I've rewatched this shit more times than this I'm gonna tell you. Could have been the lust of his life. Like I always wanted to fuck. <laughs> I mean, some people you just be like, man. Yeah, I don't know this forever, but like you know, I just wanna. It's like Tracy Ellis Ross. So now Lathan for you, <laughs> like still love still yeah. life. So now then I used to love her. Now she kind of changed the nigga perspective. When I saw her with as Diddy, with Diddy in uh, French Montana, like her stock dropped. <laughs> I mean, like to get like yeah, we're not gonna go into that's that. a lot. Her stock dropped. That's a lot. Um, but for she me. definitely could have been the lust of his life. She also could have just been. 
I don't even want to call her the one that got away because we never did. Y'all could have done this in college just because that one kiss got broke up by but, fucked but, up Stevie uh, record. Why y'all ain't go back? Also, why'd y'all let a skipping record stop y'all? Well, you know. No, no nigga, turn the radio off. <laughs> I can't even ask you this. Turn, nah. turn the player off. I'm about to say, you know, have you. Oh, no, I'm, I'm like, a changed man. Look at the range, man. <laughs> I'm about to say, you know what? Like, nah, I'm not even going to do that to show you. What's <laughs> funny is, I've already started giving marriage advice. <laughs> I'm outside. Let's see, the thing is. I'm outside. The thing like, is counseling. You feel me? It was, I think that might have been earlier today. I was like, single motherfuckers giving relationship <laughs> advice. You niggas is tripping. <laughs> Now see, now now when I proposed to my lady way back in last year, like come on, that was that was years ago. Years ago, come on, you know what I'm saying? Years ago, niggas. How long? 2022, nigga. We in 23. It's a new moon they have. Come on, nigga. New moon, new me, nigga. Nigga is 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 uh Pluto in retro J's yet? Come on, nigga. (laughs) Once they gotta be ones. I'm bringing black all black ones. By the way. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. I'm bringing back all black Air Force Ones. I'm not and mad at if you. If you're afraid of me, you probably should be. I but, mean, you know you got the boy <laughs> on you. You know, but I'm bringing him back. No, you got the boy on you. You got okay. some Jordan Ones or some all black ones. All right. Let's, um, let's, let's get into. Anyway, I just want to say something. Oh, hang on. What's up? Uh, I have been watching White Excellence for about three weeks right now. Okay, what you on? Um, I caught up on five seasons oh, of, shit. of Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah. All right, I told y'all about that. Then I caught up on the prequel, 1883. Shit's amazing. Shit on Paramount Plus, right? Yeah. yeah. Then, I'm sorry, I caught up on the pre-prequel. Of 1883. And now I'm watching shit. the prequel 1923. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know these. Nigga, I want a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I want a horse. No. I feel like I should be horseback riding. No. I've, I'm a cowboy. You feel me? I feel like I'm a fucking cowboy. Dog. Just Some how white, white folks watched the, ri- the Wire and thought they was like in... I want to be a cowboy. White folks watched The Wire and thought they was Stringer Bell. Yeah. <laughs> I am... <laughs> John Dutton, okay? I am a Dutton. You feel me? Duh. I just feel like at some point, my grandfather had a farm. I mean. You feel me? So I remember vaguely, maybe or maybe not riding a horse when I was a kid. I thought this thing was about to say. I remember vividly what the <laughs> I remember vividly what the horse did to me. I will literally. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what did he say after that? Did he say kiss TT on the, the forehead. forehead? What the fuck does that mean? That's his niece. Okay. <laughs> but I will literally kiss TT on the forehead, then go killing it. <laughs> like, Jay Z, that was unnecessary, dog. Um, Yellowstone is phenomenal. It was. It, speaking of white excellence, we actually have a couple things we need to touch on before we get into this best man. First, few people have asked. I want to reiterate, just in case y'all didn't catch it when we said it on the other pods, we will be reviewing your honor. We will be reviewing Mayor of Kingstown. Shout out to my brother, uh, Jeremy Renner. Man. And, Man. Um, almost God lost bless his him. Life. You know what I'm saying? He might have lost a leg. Uh, Potentially. But we'll Said figure out. Said he got out a lot of surgeries to go, man. We'll figure out how Hawkeye are going to do his thing. <laughs> we going to figure out how the Mayor of Kingstown going to do his thing. Because he was kicking ass. And now, hey, man. Um, God bless him, dog. Said he was trying to help a, a stranded motorist. In the snow, he live in Lake Tahoe, um, up near Reno, Nevada. A lot of snow up there, for those who don't know. And um, 
Yeah, said he one of the neighbors was like, he always got his plow out. Like, that's his thing. He cleared niggas' whole shit up. Said it was a freak accident, dog. Nigga got run over by a 14,000 ton <laughs> snow plow. <laughs> nigga. That's fucking crazy. Like, bro. The fact he's alive is a blessing, dog. Um, yeah, man. Shout out to him. But Mayor of Kingstown, your honor, they will be behind either the anchor paywall or the Patreon or one of them. We're going to figure out the platform exactly, but those will be behind the paywall because they white excellence. They for the culture, but they not all the way cultural. So we want to make sure that if you want to listen to it, you got to pay for this white shit. Nigga, sorry. But we still going to be here every yeah. week or two. Yeah, yeah, Or a week, yeah. once or twice a week. Yeah. You feel me? Y'all just going to get them bitches a little differently than you get in the other ones, man. <laughs> I'm going to um, be saying some wild shit by the paywall. Oh, man, man. And I say some wild shit on the freebie. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Facts. Oh, man. Um... Also, I might tell you. I might tell you how I really feel. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, Jay gonna tell you about that one time with that white bitch. Oh man, um, BMF is back this Friday on <laughs> Stars. Why that shit coming on Friday? I don't know. Man, I, don't, I don't know. What? Why are y'all breaking the fourth wall? <laughs> Why y'all doing the fucking BMF shit? Friday, my nigga. Like we're used to all this shit being on Saturday night at midnight. Everybody's okay with it. Why is this come back Friday? I, they want us to watch that Friday night at midnight. I don't know. Like what the fuck are y'all doing? Over? I don't know. I hope this isn't the night. Like if this is just a one week thing, it's still dumb. But okay. Like, don't make this be the night. That's just gonna be weird to me. <laughs> we about to own Friday nights. No, nigga. <laughs> not, not the bar. <laughs> like, come on, dog. But BMF is back, season two. Um, shout out to me for not spoiling a lot of that shit from the first episode because I saw it at that little premiere. Uh it was a lot of shit I wanted to tell y'all, so now I'm gonna finally be able to talk about it. I'm very happy about it. Um, but I've seen BMF getting a lot of traction on uh, on Twitter. Like, niggas is hype. That this is back So Tune in Tune the fuck in You we know the, the guys Is gonna be here fight. Yeah Shit Do we got the only BMF <laughs> I mean Does anyone I mean, matter Come on man <laughs> um, So yeah We we definitely gonna be back On the BMF shit We on that Your Honor <laughs> shit My Terry might pop up Hey Hey Talk about In real life <laughs> While you playing Southwest Not uh, Dog <laughs> Not Da Vinci Yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, Ain't no Da Vinci <laughs> Da Vinci be in Detroit A little too much which dimension? <laughs> nigga, Terry dimension. Oh, okay. That nigga was that motherfucking, uh, no, not blue. <laughs> nigga, I randomly ran into Rashard Lewis last week. <laughs> Where the fuck is you at? Insomnia cookies. Late ass night, I wanted some cookies. You know, this nigga, he, uh, he on the coaching staff for the Pistons now. How did I not know that? I had to Google because, like, why you here? <laughs> I had to Google, like, yo, why this nigga here? Dog, uh, I ain't know that. He, he was he was just way too tall when he walked in. I did it. I'm like, man, this nigga look familiar. I used to play you on the game, son. <laughs> I used to play with you on the game. Yo, that nigga was a shooter, dog. For sure. Like, oh Orlando? My good. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas told LeBron and him up, dog. Yeah. But, but that was my squad on the game, dog. Yeah. Sure. Hey, um... Best man, last five episodes, or last four, pardon me. Um, we got some voice notes. Yeah. Most of these is from last week. Want to play those. I know we held them because uh, we wanted to make sure that everybody, you know. We got one, two, three, four, five, yeah. six, yeah. seven. 
we're gonna get right through these, man. We got um we gonna s- start with the guy. Oh yeah, because we got them ones. I'm yeah. like, where are you counting? But I forgot and we got the ones. Did we play? Uh, yeah, we played AJ's. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, you remember uh, it wasn't even nothing to play. That nigga was like, oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so let's go with uh, Rob no, Silver, man. Something new here, low key. Something new from twelve twenty one. Oh, this is Alex Roberts. Well, I mean, they both got this yeah, same yeah, name. Yeah. I can't tell which name tag sent the best man one specifically. Yeah, okay. So we got that. That came in on Monday. Um, all right, we got third member of the pod, the guy Rob well, Silver. See, look, he got two then because he got one from uh, name tag on December twenty first, and he got one from uh, oh yeah. Monday. So we got to play both of them because yeah, his first yeah. one is okay. Bet that up. Bet that up. Name tag, we got you. We're gonna start with third member of the pod, the guy Rob Silver. Rob, what up? Happy New Year, brother. Hope you and the family doing well, man. You and your fam, your mom, your lady, everybody, man. What's up, fellas? This fucking Best Man series is fucking gold. It's fucking phenomenal. There's so much for me to say. I've watched the first six episodes. I'm not sure how many episodes you're covering. So I'm just going to be general in my comments. First of all, episodes three and episode six, without spoiling anything, not knowing what you guys are going to cover were directed by Robert Townsend and, in my opinion, might be the two best episodes of the entire series. So once again, fellas, your lover Robert Townsend, the God comes in here and does a magnificent job directing two of these episodes. Now, we'll break this down as far as the men and the women on the program. First of all, all the men bodied their roles. I'm talking about the main cast. But especially... Tay Diggs, man, uh, and last week you applauded Tay Diggs on his career. He was fucking phenomenal. And I know you guys shit on Terrence Howard. A lot of people shit on Terrence Howard. But the one role Terrence Howard always bodied was Q in the first Best Man and Best Man Holiday. And he's fucking phenomenal in this series. Just amazing. Just amazing. Harold Perrineau. Brought out Brought out a lot Of his character in this episode That he didn't do in the first Two movies mm. He shined And uh, Morris Chestnut This is Pause. not to be smirched Morris Of the four to me he was the least Outstanding but he was still Outstanding the one fucking clown they could have left home was that fucking Terry Silver. Why? Why? That now. Yo, this nigga name is forever Terry Silver. Let me be clear. He will never be. Brandon else. Victor Dixon is a Broadway legend. He's Mr. Broadway. I saw him 16 years ago up in the color purple on Broadway. Do a great phenomenal job co-starring alongside Fantasia. He was phenomenal, and I heard he was great in Hamilton. But as far as TV, he, his stage presence, his greatness on stage does not translate to television. He's fucking horrible. He was horrible with power, and he's horrible. He looks like a slime bag, a slime ball. Get him the fuck off. Now the women. Yo, smooth transition. Sine Lincoln was great. Regina Hall was great. And uh, Neil Long was Neil Long. Now... A year ago, when you guys reviewed the regular, the first best man, you guys asked the question. I don't know if anybody answered it. 
has Neil Long ever had a great performance in a movie, a standout performance? Because she always plays the same person. I have one example. Netflix documentary, film documentary on Roxanne Shante. She played Roxanne, Roxanne Shante's uh, mother. I thought she was great. I thought she was fabulous. Easily, in my opinion, the best performance. And the only movie I saw in where she didn't play the beautiful friend, the one that everybody want to get with. And my... Never seen it. And I've gone long. To me, the highlight for me personally of the entire <laughs> series, and I'm glad that uh, she has developed, in, even at the age of 50, into an incredibly, incredibly sexy ass woman. Uh, <laughs> the <good>. black Panamanian <laughs> goddess, Melissa de Sosa. And that ass just looks so fucking delicious. In my opinion, the highlight of the show. That being said, can't wait to hear you guys. And merry, merry belated Christmas to those who are celebrating Kwanzaa as well. And happy New Year. Peace. Yo, Yo, Rob, Rob, we love you, dog. That was amazing. That was everything I, I wanted from that letter, bro. Like, when when y'all send in a voice note and it don't be everything I want, I'll be mad, dog. Rob just gave me everything I needed from a best man voice note from Rob Silver, dog. Whew. Holy shit. Um, Rob, you are correct. Nia Long did body the role as Roxanne Shantae's mother. I totally forgot about that Netflix shit. But we don't know what Roxanne Shantae mom. We don't know how accurate it was. Say no. <laughs> have, her mom was like, nigga, I don't act nothing like this. <laughs> we have no idea how accurate oh, it was. Um, I also agree uh, with your assessment about I don't like Terrence Howard in most things. In the best man, I think that nigga is flawless. Yeah. <laughs> like I think they went out their way in great detail uh, not to allow Terrence Howard to say the word Maine. Oh, dog. It was one time where I thought he was going to drop it, and that nigga said, man, yo, and it pissed me off. Yo, shout out to uh, Cheyenne, because anytime I see or she sees Terrence Howard in a Maine joke, can got to share it. it. You have no choice, bro. Like it's forever funny to me. And it's, it's somebody his put thing. somebody like, put that nigga face on the map for Maine. <laughs> on the, like yo, I saw that dog. But I I think that um I remember when the very first movie came out. Uh, my pops wasn't but a couple months out of prison when that first one came out back in '99. Yo, how old is Terrence Howard? This nigga looked the same. <laughs> Niggas in '95. <laughs> um, that's the platonic solid. Dumb nigga. Fair. He got the platonic, platonic solid. solid. You wouldn't age. But when my parents came back from seeing the very first Best Man, I will never forget exactly what my mom said. She was like, "The boy who played Quentin." Killed it. So when I went, I went with my dad. He took me back like a couple days later. I was looking for that performance. Like, who was cute? And then I I remember thinking, like, well, he ain't even the main nigga. But the nigga was so captivating on screen. Like, his role, I feel like his role more than any other characters feels the realest. He kept it real with everybody. Yeah. No matter, keep it real with your man no matter what. Preach. He told everybody what they needed to hear at the time. He looked out for niggas. Yeah. He and, just uh, was, he was a real friend to every single one of them who needed a friend. Like, I have a guy, he was, um, even when Lance I'm, and me and them got, even dad. when I'm, uh, being they, a slime ball, 
Yeah. I can be a slime log in my per- a slime ball in my personal life. I'm always gonna give you good advice though. To y'all, I'm never gonna be that nigga. I might be a dickhead for real, but show my real friends and family. Like I'm not doing this shit. Factual. He was great, man. Like I really, yo. Um, so I was reading, reading some articles about this shit, and Malcolm D. Lee, um, <clears throat> in in one article, he was talking about. Essentially how much he wanted to like Highlight the women right um, He was like you know the first best man He wanted to make sure that black men it's Who were called, like It's not called bridesmaids I mean he was like, I wanted to make sure that black men like me Who are unrep- underrepresented on the screen Who are educated Upwardly mobile like I just wanted to Show them as like normal men And this time around he was like Yo the fact that we got eight hours of television to highlight these female characters, it would have been criminal not to go a little bit more into their stories. Now, when we get into the reviews a little bit, and we start talking these last four episodes, I'm going to tell you where I don't think they hit the mark exactly on that. But with one of them women characters, I really feel like Shelby, nigga, I ain't give a fuck about Shelby in the first or second movie, dog. In this show, I thought she was great, bro. I really do think she's the one character who they like. They developed her, you know what I'm saying? And they did a, a real great job at, like, I didn't feel like it was nothing left in her character that I would have wanted to see or would have needed to see to feel complete. Like, the other women characters, I don't feel like they completed them stories the way that they might have wanted to, dog. Like They pushed Candy too fast. She went from man. overnight, now you a fucking... Uh, you the Me Too movement, dog, and it's like Dexter Laboratory. We we going also that um like you did the one little Ashwana whatever the shit the plant. Then you came back and you was your full dis- dissertation on this shit. It felt a little stretch, just a little stretch. Um, I really loved Shelby's character. I really loved Quentin Tay Diggs, man. I at I, I get that Tay Diggs and his personal life has always seemed a little out there, nigga. But when you look at that man's films and the roles he's held and really how he's held, he's been the anchor of this franchise. You know what's so crazy is Tay Diggs is the reason that you have, like, the black male version of yourself. All the black man, movies that, if man. you're in this age range, yeah. that came out the 2000, early yeah. two, 99, 2000s. Tay Diggs was in all them bitches From Stella The only one he wasn't in Or the only two he wasn't in Is motherfucking uh, Love Jones And motherfucking um, What's the best Love Basketball Them the only two With no Tay Diggs dog. The rest of them It's a Tay Diggs appearance In everything that you care about From that late 90s Early 2000s grouping dog. Like He really a legend In this black movie shit He bro. a part of your life He is He's literally a part Of the culture Literally and I think I agree with you, Rob. The performance that he put on in this shit, especially in the latter half of these episodes, like it felt real, dog. Like only thing I wanted when he got quote unquote mad, yeah. I didn't take him. Not I didn't want to say I didn't take him serious. Is I I wanted him to be madder. So because I think I know what you're saying. It didn't sound right when he was mad. Like. I didn't, and this is for him and Robin, because one thing I kept saying consistently when I was watching this with Shorty and with my mom, um, Robin and Tay started giving me, what's our movie with Wesley Snipes and Sanaa? Yeah. They started giving me that disappearing act. They start giving me that level of like, 
toxic. Like it felt like yo, they, I don't, y'all tension is kind of bothering me a little bit. I don't everything y'all do feel like it's a second from blowing up. And and, and we watching it with the backdrop in our head that oh he somehow go get with uh, with uh, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. So I'm watching this shit and I'm feeling the tension. And all of it feels real. So when it finally blows over in that one scene where Tate snap and she snap. African booty scratcher. I didn't love. Here was the thing. I love their acting. I didn't love what the writers gave them. They didn't give them like believable shit. Yeah. Like you fake African Kunta Kente. You, I didn't I necessarily. Uncle Tom. Clarence, I right? didn't like the don't have my daughter out here again. Like I felt like that was. I felt like they did that line a bunch of times. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like. I didn't love everyone's surprise that he was fighting for custody of his daughter. <laughs> the fuck y'all thought I was like, hello? like time out though. <laughs> like fuck all this movie shit. If a man did not fight for his child to move to a different continent, come on, y'all be calling him a low down. Da- fuck what y'all call him. World, I would call him that. Like he the how, worst how, nigga how in the world, bro. Nigga, you not taking my baby out of the state like, yet? Let alone a different continent, bro, bro. Nigga, I gotta get a shot to come over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Episode <laughs> two seventy nine. <laughs> Multiple. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to get dog. Mal- I don't even know how to malaria people. Do you have your shots? <laughs> Do you want to come with me to America? <laughs> <laughs> somehow we can R. Kelly can bring up every episode Somehow R. Kelly can I don't know how to talk to people Holy shit Yo he really said that Yo on t- <laughs> He said Do you want to come to America <laughs> Do, Do you, you have, have your, your shots <laughs> Yo So yo, apparently yo, it what? was another surviving R. Kelly That just dropped Come on my nigga Bro We, did, we didn't watch the second one <laughs> Bro, but on this one, because uh, I kept seeing this clip all day, and I'm like, who's this woman? How do you get a woman pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> Why this girl talking about this R. Kelly baby? This nigga been Bro, in prison for two years. She said <laughs> that nigga pushed her down the steps when he found the tape of her and Aaliyah. Because <laughs> she was like, she was dating this nigga, and she was like, she asked him, like, was he fucking with Aaliyah? And the nigga was like, nah. And then she was like, she was going through his sex tapes. Pop one in. It was him and Aaliyah. Said the nigga walked in on her <laughs> and threw her down. Not that it's funny, but it's like, dog, this is wild. Like, yo, this shit really happened. But I'm like, y'all saved this for part three. <laughs> like, why this wasn't in the first one? Dog? Yo, man. Also, why does R. Kelly have a doc every three years? Like, what are y'all doing? Yo, Wrap it up, bro. Producing these. I don't know. Uh, is I this mean, still what's her name with the fro? I don't know, but I mean, dream. I I produce. Stuff too. Oh man, ain't Jay Dream Hampton from De- ain't Dream from Detroit. <laughs> I don't know where that nigga from. She, no, Dream Hampton, she from Detroit. Oh man, she can holler at my production. Yeah, <laughs> do you have your shots? It's <laughs> wild. But um, all right, we got more voice notes. Let's keep getting into them. Um, my nigga, name tag. Let's play your one from last week, and then I'm gonna play this latest one from Monday. He gonna use AJ voice. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be like, what What's up, up bro? What up, Jay? <laughs> oh shit, my bad. What up, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. All right. Aunt Jay, what up, though? It's name tag. So I was listening to the last episode, and y'all were talking about holiday tradition. 
And um, this year for Christmas, oh, wait. And, uh, going even going into New Year. So we played that one. So all right, that was the one from the 21st. Oh, okay. All right, so all right, name tag, my bad. We about to play this one you sent Monday. I thought that was some old shit. We just wanted to make sure we ain't missing, man. All right, here we go. Here go the latest. What up, though, Ant? What up, Jay? It's name tag. Happy New Year to This Week in Culture, to a prosperous 2023, and congrats on the engagement. Jay, job well done, man, on the uh, homecoming special Facts. that you shot for Macho, for sure. Facts. I got a hypothetical here uh, based off the Best Man Final Chapter series. If you had the opportunity, and it, like I said, it's just a hypothetical. If you had the opportunity to select the cast for um, Harper's book that they turned into a movie, what actors and actresses would you pick to play those roles um, based on the characters? Looking forward to hearing y'all thoughts. Again, to a prosperous 2023. Peace. Yo, uh, I'm getting Emmett. <laughs> <laughs> Emmett is gonna play. Uh, yo, Emmett is gonna play Harper. <laughs> no, and I can he, see that he, he seemed like the nigga that'll be fucking up. I can see that. Uh, what's old girl I love? He used to be in um, uh, Empire. Played in Empire. Taraji? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, who go? With, who go with Emmett? Shit. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Uh. With the short hair. Yeah. 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 Yo, girl. Her. Yo, girl. You know. I, I, Why didn't know she was on Empire? <laughs> That's where she came from. I only seen her on that episode of BMF. <laughs> <laughs> Surveyor. Yeah. Surveyor. Surveyor. That go with Emmett. Damn. What is her real name? Um, She going to play Robin. I can see that. Um, Shit. She could play Jordan, too. She can play who she want, low key. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean Robin. I meant Jordan. Okay. She going to okay. play Jordan because you got to be super. She going to play Jordan. Uh, who would I get for Robin's character? Who the fuck I don't like? Well, no, uh, Robin wouldn't be in the movie. Oh, for her book. Yeah, because it's from the book. book. Yeah, Robin yeah. ain't in that shit. We ain't got to cast her again. Fucking heathen. Um, I get Lori. Uh, I get. Uh, who going to be Mia? Lori uh, Harvey to play. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Shelby Shelby I can see that And she ain't gotta talk <laughs> Even better <laughs> Yo first time I heard the voice I, I said you gotta be shit This not her voice I, It's nothing I, wrong with it I just I, It's never gonna match the body Cause You didn't talk for seven years yeah. And then I heard something And I ain't love it Only person I, I saw Longer and didn't hear speak Was Amber Rose Yeah I wish I could go back To the quiet Amber Rose Oh my gosh She's doing too much Too much Um why was she in a room with Murder Mook? Like, <laughs> Mook, give me your number so we can argue. No. What? No. no. I mean, if I was Mook, I'd be like, here. No, the number was already in your phone when you asked I me. I want to I airdropped the number. I'm giving you the number, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but that's besides Why the did she tattoo her forehead? That's when I, like, stopped forgiving her for talking and doing all the weird shit. That forehead tattoo was enough. That was when I was like, you know what, Amber? Don't, don't her, and her son name on her for yeah. Like, come on, bro. Hey, ma. I love, <laughs> I love you, ma. But hey, ma. That boy big as hell now. <laughs> come on. That nigga like got, 12 or something. And shit. now you reading your forehead. Like, ma, why you do this shit? I'm like, uh, um, Who would play Mia? Who would be a good, like, humble, kind of good, kind of, but low-key, kind of freaky and fucking a squad? <laughs> Uh, what's the singer uh, girl from Atlanta who says she got anxiety? Summer Walker. Yeah. 
That's a fucked up way to describe her. But my short term memory be fucked up. Uh, oh, Holy shit. shit, that was funny. That's funny. Um, no, oh, one of the um, one of the uh, the REOs. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. I would say, um, what's the name would make a good? Uh, I can see him being a good Lance dog from um, All American. Play Spence. He could get. He could do the athletic kind of. Got the girl. Like he really played Lance on All American. No, he can actually. <laughs> <laughs> he that nigga on All American. Um, you know, All American is the best man story. Nigga. <laughs> All you of know, them fucked. He a Harper the same nigga. <laughs> Harper the same nigga. Dog. <laughs> Holy shit. Um. Yo, he is such a. You know why I take this as a great actor? Because hmm. you would never in a million years think that who he is in real life is who he is on camera. Like, no. him not the same people, though. No. I'm still tripping that he fucking Omarion, baby mom. Like, and they in love and they look fun. Like, they look like they be having a ball. <laughs> she is letting him be free. <laughs> be free, Mr. C. Be, be free. free. Hey. <laughs> hey, man. Um, We got a, a voice note from the homie. One of y'all favorites from 2022, man. The homie Don down in L.A. Don, Greg, what up, though? Sent in a, a congrats to Ant and a best man voice note. Let's see what she talking about, man. What up, Ant? What up, Jay? It's Don from L.A. Um, I want to make sure that I took Facts. the time out to leave a voice note to say, Ant, congratulations. There is no way that I could let that announcement pass without actually leaving an actual voice note. Um, I told Greg to join in on this, but he's over there knocked out. So I will do it for the both of us. We are very happy for you and your lady. It's exhausting selling drugs. <laughs> 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 hey yo, hey, hey baby, post on them haircut pictures again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so fucking tired of being a drug chef barber. <laughs> oh shit. Man. You just think indicted by mistake and shit. My bad. It was just jokes. <laughs> yo, what did they get us on the Rico? <laughs> Y'all knew about it? Yo, why is that my saying? Oh man, and just Yo, tapers must end. One, that is just huge. So, and <sighs> congratulations, and I wish you and your lady just an endless, endless life of love and just laughter, man. Honestly, all the best. Um, and I know that we're gonna do the best, man. Um, review in two parts so i'll just speak about it briefly um i thought it was really good i will have to say that i was actually looking forward and or you know hoping that it would be a week-to-week drop believe it or not um and you know i know with this new world that we live in we get a lot of things that drop the full season like all at once and some things i am excited about that happening but in this case for some reason i don't know why i can't put my finger on it i was actually looking forward to this one being a week by week maybe because it was just so long anticipated i don't know but for me just being able to binge watch it especially with the time off for the holiday um now that it's over i wish that i kind of had more to look forward to but you know it is what it is one slight critique, and I don't know if you guys felt the same way too. I felt like it was a little quick. It felt very, the transition felt quick from um, Terrence for Quentin to be um, all in love and trying to do the right thing with Nicole Ari Parker. And then like the next thing we know, um, 
you know, he's he's marrying Shelby. It, it just felt really quick. And then glazing over the fact about who his, that he's actually her father and it doesn't seem like it gets addressed. That also seemed kind of quick and just kind of glazed over. But overall, great, great series. And I hope that we get another season. And I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say about the pod. Um, and then lastly, just um, just congratulations to you and Jay. I saw the Spotify stats. I even reposted it. Just, you know, honestly, you know, Greg and I feel so close to you guys just off this pod. You know, just from me seeing you guys in a comment on Instagram. And then um, I started, I said, you know, I drive a lot to L.A. You know, where we live is like 45 minutes outside of L.A. So me giving you. Talk that up in the hill <laughs> shit. <laughs> Talk that Hollywood hill shit. <laughs> Talk that rat shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all the plug. You got to listen. And Greg is very critical. Greg is very like, he hates about 90, 90% of the things in this world. But I was like, he would like these guys. And then now here we are today, just almost feeling like family. So I'm very happy for you guys. And I know that 2023 has great things in store for you guys. So we'll continue to listen and just look forward to what. 2023 has in store for you guys and and just to close it out again congratulations and all the best just endless love and laughter to you and your lady man congratulations all right i'll talk to you guys soon okay bye-bye peace peace don literally real family thank you so much man and um on behalf of my on behalf of my lady you know let me give you and greg some advice man Yo, family that cooks together. Like, yo, family that that, that sell, cuts together. That <laughs> cuts together. Family that deals together. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. Um, Don, man, we really appreciate you and bro, man. Uh, y'all literally popped out of nowhere with like excellent like comments and feedback, and y'all just kind of came. I think it was during the snowfall pods, dog. It was somewhere up in there. Maybe insecure. I can't remember, but I mean, we've been doing this pod for a straight for a, de- a decent minute, but it's not been like that that what long. Happened? Yeah, but like I be feeling like it's been a long time since I didn't knew, but not knew, but knew a lot a of lot y'all. Of these folks, you know man, what I'm saying? Like he's been carried along for like years at a time. Like Don and Greg, like OG, really family. Like OG. Like when we pop out to LA to do a pod, a live joint or something out there. If Greg don't cut our hair, like, I'm going to be really upset, bro. I'm saving. Come on. I'm saving up for the oh, lineup. No, I, I got the 3000 <laughs> I got the 3000 for the fade. I got it. But, you know, Greg, do you take? <laughs> well, I got a ball here. <laughs> okay. I got a ball here. Oh, your shit on me fine. Yeah. Nah, you good off the ball, D, nigga. I'm um, coming through with the mortgage payment, but... Man, just really appreciate y'all, man. We hope y'all had an excellent New Year, holiday season, all of that. Christmas, Kwanzaa, Jews. Uh, what's that? Hanukkah? <laughs> Christmas, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa Jews. <laughs> like, all shit. That, nigga, all that. Hanukkah, everything, man. We hope y'all had a beautiful holiday. Um, up in the hills, you know, living lavishly, man. Looking down on all the poor people in LA, man. <laughs> we really think that, um, 2023 will continue to be prosperous for y'all as well, especially if, uh, if this war in Russia and Ukraine still keep going, you know, they're going to need more guns. And I'm sure Greg know where they at. So <laughs> it's going to be popping, man. YSL must end. <laughs> Yo, she said bro hates 98% of the things in the world. <laughs> like that nigga hate mad shit. <laughs> 
Yo, man, we glad to be a part of that 2%, dog, real shit. Um, we got a voice note from, so she's not a new listener, but this is one of my homies from uh, all the way back at Michigan State. And I've known she's listened for a while, but she's never sent in a voice note. So I'm very, oh, this ain't even a voice note. She had a question. Oh. Shout out to the homie Asia. She said, are y'all following this timeline? <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm a timeline. She said, the kids ages and when shit is going down, it's throwing me off. But yeah. overall, I'm enjoying it. I kind of, I vaguely mentioned that last week. You did, you, but it got weirder because we kept going. Now we're in the second half. You know where the timeline got wild. <laughs> Nigga, uh. I feel Mia and Robin daughter Mia is the little boy from Manifest. (laughs) (laughs) No, she stayed five years old. Because that's like, like, wait a minute. No, no. It's 2022, and this baby was born. In 2013 No This baby stayed five Nigga Like she why this baby not plane. bigger Passenger 878 I remember when I was 10 I was watching Menace Nigga I was <laughs> I was big Nigga I was eight <laughs> Watching the same shit Dog like, She stayed five Gorgeous little girl by the way I really like that girl They had playing their daughter You know what This is so crazy I was thinking I've been thinking about this a long time What's that? I was asking all the kids At Christmas breakfast How old they was So I could try to Match up heights <laughs> <laughs> Look, hold on. Uh, I was definitely matching up heights, though. dog. But it's necessary, bro, because they gave us a five-year-old for twelve years, nigga. And I just feel like that shit was unnecessary at a certain point. Like, who knew that that shit was called Wonderless? Rich shit with Jenny. I mean, yeah, man. <laughs> Jenny, what up, though? By the way. But, yeah, um, Asia, I'm with you. That timeline was a little confusing. Now, the timeline got so confusing, they got rid of two kids because they didn't know what age to put them at. Fam. Because it was two kids. Where the other kids at? Yo, I'm trying to figure out, and I will never let go, of where Lance and Mia had two light-skinned kids. And hold this. Hold up. Junior came first. He the oldest? LJ the oldest. So what grade is the daughter in? Faith was funny. Faith was the same actress when they kept showing her, but she started to look older. Like, it was like, damn, nigga, is she getting taller? Is she? Like, by the time they went to the movie premiere, Faith looked like a grown-ass woman, dog. And I was confused. How old is Shelby's daughter? Oh, got to be LJ age. But how? I don't know. I don't know. How is Mia five when Mia's 15? <laughs> it didn't make sense, bro. Like in 2015, which was supposed to be two, two years, years later, she yeah. would have been two. Yeah, but she was like a baby. <laughs> yeah. But in 2015, she was five. But in 2022, <laughs> she was five. She's still talking like a baby at 10 years old. But when she came back from Ghana in 2024, Two years from when this shit was made, she was five. She was a whole new actor. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, they braided her hair to the front. It was wild. It was wild. They went crazy. Um, Yeah, Asia, I didn't love the timeline. We're going to get into some details in a minute because I I have a few like things I didn't love and things I wish they would have done. So we're going to talk that in a minute. Um, First, we got a voice note from the homie D. Scott. Fucking uh, last year, rookie of the year contender. And just one of the funniest voice note leavers in our pod family, dog. D. Scott, what up, man? Happy New Year, bro. Happy New Year's this week in culture. 
How's my favorite Gooey Raccoons doing, Aunt and Jay? <laughs> uh, Want to say Happy New Year? See how your boys Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. This is what I meant, bro. First off, y'all don't catch the reference <laughs> from the Gooey Raccoon, okay? Yo. I'm offended by that. Holy shit. I am God. not Aries Spears. That okay? was fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Corey Holcomb called that nigga Aries Spears the Gooey Raccoon. Dog, dog, dog. Oh, oh man, D Scott coming in hot. <laughs> 2023. Nigga going for fucking most improved player now. Nigga, rookie of the year the most improved. Uh shout out to Ant getting engaged. Uh, hopefully the listeners invites the wedding because I damn sure will pull up in the 18 wheeler. <laughs> uh haven't got a chance to watch the um, Best Man final chapters yet. So anybody got a Password they want to drop, you know. <laughs> like watch for free, you know. Times it's is hard. It's free on Peacock, my G. But anyways, till next week, peace. Yo, D it's Scott. free on Peacock, G. You Pe- gonna listen Peacock to- is free, bro. You gonna watch a card? You gonna watch a, uh, a, a ad? You know, every twenty yeah. minutes or so. Peacock is one hundred percent free. All you need to do is just go sign up, make a profile, and it's yours, dog. You you don't need to steal nobody's shit. That was funny, but thank you. Um, thank you. Listeners will probably not be invited to the wedding, but uh, if you want to pull up in the 18 wheeler oh, with I thought the- that nigga said delicious. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, that, that would be day wedding, but <laughs> like, but hey, I would pull up in the 18 wheeler. Delicious nah, pull up, be there pull too. up to the wedding in the 18 wheeler if you want to, D Sky, man. We gonna, I'm going to let you know where it's at, and if I hear the fucking honk outside, I know it's you, bro. Um, and then shout out, to, all- shout out to all the truckers. Truck oh, facts, facts. Uh, I'm glad that we can keep y'all up and entertained. You feel yeah. me? It's a long I five hours. I'm sleep. I ain't even sleep. That's just a lot of driving. No, I'm legitimately falling asleep. That's not. It's and that's like farthest I've been driving is Kentucky. I'm I like last driving. 20, and the last twenty minutes of that was dangerous. <laughs> yes, I'm up. I'm a <laughs> I'm a road tripper. I love driving, but I gotta say, nigga, the idea of driving that big ass truck. Hitting them mountains and them curves and all that shit, like bro, nah, I'm I'm cool. Y'all niggas is too responsible for I'll me. I tell you what, dog, we was in we went to Tennessee. I'm sorry, and during the pandemic, we went to um, South Carolina and we rented a camper. We okay, there, shit, my grandma and shit. Boy, we was in South Carolina. We was in the Carolinas, going through the motherfucking hills okay. and them uh them tight ass turnouts scared my fucking life. <laughs> Scared no. my f- And then when you You driving that motherfucker You so close to the glass You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying It's like You own the corn Like you over the it No nah, dog Bro Imagine You like a shipping company Or something You got like a bunch of Parcel or whatever And D Scott pull up <laughs> He like What up Jay <laughs> 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 Like What up gooey raccoon what about to say, yeah, call, call me a gooey raccoon and shit. Dog That shit would be hilarious bro But shout out to all the truckers man Really appreciate what y'all do Especially around this time of year That shit is not uh, Going unnoticed man you I was having a really conversation With uh With a, somebody this morning Yo the world don't run Without truckers Facts Three days Facts All they gotta do is chill for three days The whole fucking world stopping And what's funny Because of Kind of the way things have gone In the last I'd say 12 years Cause it used to be Truckers And uh, trains Yeah the train shit ain't really moving the way that it used to move because niggas is, you know, they got their own little fight for money and equality and benefits and all that shit over there. So it's really a lot of truckers on the road right now getting our shit from here to there, bro. Now, it's three things. Them ships that come over, trains, 
and uh, trucks. Without that, the everybody economy across the world shuts the fuck down. Globally. Global fucking economic ruin. Only thing that's going to be popping is the Yellowstone Ranch. Because <laughs> yeah. the niggas is self sustained Somebody get this nigga Jay a horse. <laughs> ASAP, man. Um, I Summerall sent in a, a note, um, just a quick email. He Wait, said, let me play them uh, voice messages. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me read this shit while you pull them up. He said, no voice note. Peace to the God, to the pod gods. What are you two watching this week? Make this a segment. Who was keeping Lance kids? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> how come Harper wasn't in the budget for all eight episodes? Because <laughs> we finna talk about how hard that nigga was missing from episode five, nigga. It got awkward, bro. <laughs> like, what is this nigga not available to do? Now I know he t- was he was writing a book. No, no, no. I'm saying like from Peacock. <laughs> Like, where was the See, Nigga, I'm I'm shooting a Netflix. I'm shooting. I'm playing football, nigga. Nigga, <laughs> it's me and Spence over here, dog. Oh shit. Um. All right, you got the voice notes ready. All right. Uh, Isaac Peters, Preston. What up, man? What up, Jay? This is Isaac repping Gary, Indiana, to the fullest. What up, I just want to give a few quick notes about the best man, the final chapters. Uh, overall, it was cool. It was entertaining. I felt like the first three episodes really resolved the conflicts from the two movies. And then the last five episodes were just filler plot episodes. But overall, it was fine. I really enjoyed the uh, story arc of Terrence Howard and Melissa D'Souza the best because they were hilarious. And I cracked up every single time they were on screen. Robin and Harper, I felt like they were both equally to blame for their divorce because Harper has always been Harper. He's always been self-serving. And I felt like Robin should have spoke up way sooner than 20 years in the game. And she did low-key cheat with uh, cheat emotionally with food, market, bay the first. Come on, come <laughs> um, Lance and LJ, I felt like LJ was kind of unfair to Lance because Lance has only known you as a boy for the first 20 years of your life. And it's like, you kind of catch your nigga off guard with this shit, so you got to give me time. Longer than a week. Anyway, peace. Happy New Year. Congrats, Ed. Love y'all. Appreciate you, Isaac. No, shout out to Thank Gary. You, uh, Gary in the building, Midwest. What up, though? Um, yo, man. Real quick, while we on Gary, man, uh, if you could see one person from Gary, would it be Isaac, who just left a voice note, Michael Jackson, and Freddie Gibbs, man? If I can see them? <laughs> yeah, if you could just like talk to one of them. Uh, I'm to talk to Mike Jackson, see what voice he used. <laughs> he said, fuck you, Isaac. <laughs> no. What voice is Michael going to use? <laughs> His real nigga voice. Because <laughs> like, I've heard three different voices yeah. from Mike. And the real nigga one is Mike. That's Mike from Gary. I really want to have a conversation with Mike. Mike in real life sound like Isaac just did on that voice note. Like, I, <laughs> I just seen, my, uh, I just t- I saved a video of Mike um, talking shit about Sony. Yeah. And how he got off on them niggas and how he left with 50% of their uh, catalog and he was getting off and yeah. uh, the shit Tommy Nicola was doing to, to Mark Carey the whole nine yards and shit. Mike speak like a real nigga sometimes. I really want him to be real and, and ask him who kids is them. Yeah. Because yeah. who, who the fuck kids is them? Because they not your kids. Blanket might be his kid, bro. Because that's Blanket. I get it. I don't know about the mother ones. You got Villaligo. But Blanket? <laughs> nigga. Your DNA having, is not Villaligo. Having, having Villaligo don't mean your kids is white. <laughs> it don't mean that at all. <laughs> like, it's not a crank, a curl, or nothing. I done seen Asians with nappy froze. Look. You seen what they doing with the nappy froze? Having Villaligo don't make your kids white. And... Dying your skin don't make your kids like that's, that's not how it happens. It ain't how it work, man. DNA is different, nigga. Shit, he I didn't see, I didn't heard and seen him. He talk his, his voice like sometimes he forget. Yeah, and like think about this: all the songs he was singing was in a fake voice. 
<laughs> like he hitting them high notes in a fake voice. Like what if he would hit his he's on some Barry White shit? I want to hear. I want to see what Mike really talk sound like. He was on his non-binary shit, nigga. Yeah, yo, you I can do, say I, non-binary. Yo, I do want to play this voicemail and this voice note. From JJ from Vegas from September nineteenth. JJ uh, from Vegas, what up? Uh, I don't know. What you, you better be here still, nigga. What up, Ant? What up, Jay? It's your man JJ from Vegas. Uh, first off, I just want to give y'all y'all flowers, man. Y'all got a really dope podcast. Appreciate you. Uh, it's one of the highlights of my week, man. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, I look for y'all to drop something. My man, and it's always entertaining. Um, that being said, this episode of Rares and Canaan, I, I dug it. I dug it. Um, the only thing I really want to say, um, that kill scene with Crown Camacho, man, he did some hellified acting in that scene, man. That, that, that kill scene was very dramatic. The choking, the writhing in pain, the faces that were made during that scene, uh, just made the episode for me. One more thing, though. Your boy Lulu did have on those uh, D-Brown pump-up joints, the Reebok joints. <laughs> <laughs> that stuck out to me, man. I ain't seen those in a minute. Anyway, peace to y'all, brothers. My bad, JJ. Uh, I like that's a good that's a good note. Man, that was a real good voice note, JJ. Man, we appreciate that. I hope you heard that. Sound like you've been sticking with us for a minute, so I hope you still here. And uh, our bad for getting that played late, but shit, nigga. Get them pump-up joints. I remember asking my mama for that. She said no. Ah, oh, nigga, nah, I got played so hard on them D Brown pumps, nigga. When they came back out as an adult, I didn't even want them no more. Yeah, because you hold me, nigga. It was, was big as fuck. That's how I feel about all them shoes, <laughs> like pennies and all that shit. Nigga, they keep gray hair. They used to have the nigga. Them, nigga. them bitches big and wide. Yo, <laughs> yo, the funniest pause. shit about them. Uh, pause. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> funniest shit about them Grand Hills, nigga. My man wanted a pair. They brought them back out like four, five years ago. Matter of fact, it was two years ago. Yeah, it was twenty twenty. Um, so it was pandemic here, and one of one of my homies, uh, she listened to the pod. Shout out to Net. Um, she worked at the time at like Finish Line or something. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Yo, still ain't never give me no shoes." Okay, <laughs> I mean, still love you, but you know. So he was like, "Yo, nigga, you know somebody got these grants." I'm like, "Let me hit up the homie." So I hit her. She like, "Yeah, what size you need?" He needed like eleven or something. So I'm like. Can you get them? She like, yeah, we got them. We go up there. She was like, now why he want these? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Duh. my that was my that was my first signature shoe. That was Bro. seventh grade when I got them bitches. Man, I fucked with them Grand Hills when we was little, but nigga, not the first G. Yeah, the no, second no, no, ones. second ones. Them was the ones that everybody had. Yeah, off the motherfucking feel nigga. Them first ones, them bitches low key was boots. Man, uh, them bitches big as fuck, dog. No, nah, I can't rock them thick ass shoes no more, man. It's not my style, bro. <laughs> you can't, you can't rock them shoes with the way they make jeans today. No, you look goofy <laughs> as hell, dog. Oh, All right, so let's get into it, man. Um, the best man, yo. Yeah. Episodes five through eight. Um, coming off the first four episodes. It's a few things that they starting to set up, right? We starting to see the conflict with Robin and Harper. We've already seen her emotional affair kicking off. We've seen his sort of like dismissiveness a little bit about her wild, like, hey, let's move to Jamaica. <laughs> what? You tripping? Go jump off a boat or something. We seeing that. The LJ and Lance conflict, that started episode three. One of my biggest issues with the series, and it ain't got shit to do with the, y'all know we LGBTQ friendly as fuck up here. They spent so much time on this, dog. From episode three to episode eight, this shit got bigger story arcs than most of the other characters who are like main characters, nigga. 
I didn't love that, bro. Just to pay off what we always knew was gonna happen, fam. Lance, and you know what I thought about rewatching this shit? The same conflict Lance had with accepting LJ and figuring out how to religiously and morally like grasp this. It was what he went through in the first movie when he learned Harper fucked Mia. How do I continue forward with this woman who I love and my best friend who I love now that I have this new information? But at the end of the day, I'm going to always love him. Now, we talked about this after the pod went off last week because yeah. I had to get this shit off my chest. Yeah. Um, much respect to everybody who is involved in the community and everything like facts, this. Facts, facts. What I do not like or I do not appreciate <clears throat> Is the way it's positioned as if you don't accept this, then your child will kill themselves. Mm. Those are your two options. Accept it fully or your child is going to kill himself. Yeah. And I think that's just, I don't like how it's positioned that way. Yeah. Um, I also do not like how it's positioned that if you don't accept something fully, whatever it is, then I don't, you don't love that person. Mm. I'll give you an example. If my daughter grew up and wanted to be in the adult porn industry, mm-hmm. I do not support that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to the to the adult video music awards or wherever the fuck they go to. Yeah. I still love you. Yeah. I'm never going to not love you because you're my daughter. Yeah. If my son grew up to be a gang banging drug dealer, fitting all pushing nigga, I, I do not support that. Yeah. I do not support the lifestyle that you make, that you, that you live in and the choices that you make. Yeah. You, you make it. I still love you. I don't not love you, but I don't have to fully support every lifestyle choice that you make in order for me to love you. And sometimes I I know that's a nuanced statement and I'm not a part of this community and the whole nine yards. However, I do not have to fully support every lifestyle choice you make in order for me to love you. Yeah. Because people can agree or agree and disagree on lifestyle choices Mm -hmm. and the love that I have as a parent, as a friend, as of whatever, it doesn't have to end because I don't fully support. Yeah. Now, am I, should you go out your, depending on what it is, should you go out your way to antagonize and fuck with and nah, 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 nah. no, yeah. <laughs> that's just, you shouldn't do that in general. Yeah. But if I don't fully support whatever your decision is, that doesn't mean I don't love you. So I thought Lance's response, well, let's let's back up a little bit. So episode five is where we've already seen LJ bust the boots out. Yeah. We've seen him uh, get caught in a full woman's women's garb by uh, Quentin. Um, we've seen him film the TikTok shit. Like, we've seen all of that. So episode five is where Lance finds out. Now, one thing that I did like that they did in this episode was... um. How they had everybody on a different phone call and it was all like, what is non-bindering? Like that, it was all funny because as a 40-something, 50-something, shit, as a 30-something, 40-something. We grew up when men, like, this is not like when there was only two genders. That was it. There was no spectrum. And we grew up when it was, you're gay or not. You're gay or straight. You was a man or a woman. We didn't really have all the, the... Shit, even LGBTQ plus, we lived in a world where there was no TQ plus. I mean, it's LGBTQIA. Who everybody don't know what like, all them shits mean. Like we and we came from that world. So when you're thinking about people even older than you and I, you can understand how this might all be like kind of difficult to grasp at first and like have a real understanding of it. So I love that they had that phone call with all of them on there because it's like you got Jordan, who's a little more progressive, probably because of the industry she work in. 
she in there, she able to talk, give them a little game or whatever. Quentin trying to understand because I'm the one that just caught this shit. I'm the other godparent. Mm. It's me and Jordan. So, and then when they try to loop in merch and, and Shelby and all that, you just get more of like a. It felt very real how yeah. they handled that. But and I, like in, in real life, if one of the homies had, I would. I mean, we gonna support you the whole night. Yeah. Y'all win, but one thousand percent get away. Like it is. No, it ain't it none is. of that. We this ain't the Stone Ages no more. But what I would have loved is if. The the conclusion of or not even conclusion because it ain't like yo once I come out to my dad is non-binary he either accept me or he don't and that's life no it's gonna be a lot of growing a lot of I would have loved if they handled that in this episode I didn't need it's, they, they kept taking it into the next one then, then you all right well fine all right he ran away yep um I I think that kids um. So when they went to the the friend house, yeah, yeah, they trying yeah. to ask questions like, "Kid, stop being a fucking asshole." Yeah, because right. right now you being an asshole. I don't know who I don't know yeah, who I'm just he trying is. Trying to figure out uh, who who he is talking about. Yeah, oh, you know who the fuck I'm talking about. Just like I know who the fuck you talking about. Now this been my motherfucking kid. Yeah, for my whole into, for twenty years. However, oh oh, don't fucking play with me. And up until a couple days ago, when I called him, this has been my son. I didn't know the pronouns was different and all that shit. That's so like, help me understand in this moment. Don't be a smart ass with me, bro. That's like if your cousin that you've been calling Quentin your whole fucking yeah. life started so changing my name to Jamal. Nigga, I'm going to call you Quentin a whole bunch of motherfucking times. I've been calling you it's this my whole fucking life before I start Jamal. calling you yeah. Jay instead of Q. And with with the pronouns... I remember when, you know, all the corporations started having people put their pronouns and shit in 2020. Everything changed in 2020. Yeah. I don't but the idea that while we trying to look for somebody who is possibly we thinking yeah, the worst from, missing, from this not the time yeah. for you to be trying to. And I'm like, to that point, that amongst other things, specifically how they stretched this whole thing over these five episodes from three to eight, having scenes like they did with uh, with LJ's friend. Um, who was also non-binary and sitting there correct. All of that felt like we're trying to be in the moment. That's what it felt like the show was doing. Like, we want to make sure that everybody knows we understand the moment and the climate we in. And it's like, y'all didn't need to continue. We noticed it. We see what y'all doing. And like, I thought they did it pretty tastefully, but then it felt like, okay, now y'all are kind of impacting the show a little bit. Cause nigga, we got other shit that we want to resolve. And it's certain storylines that I don't think got a proper resolution. It's a, it's it's one, two, three that I don't think got a uh, that I got a proper resolution. What are your three? Because I'm I'm curious if they're the same three that I'm thinking. Uh, do in New in the New York, yeah, well, Jamaican, yeah, yeah, that dude, yep. We had no resolve with Quentin's father. Mm. Like what happened? So I found a line in one of these episodes. I'm gonna go over that in a minute. Did but it was get, the only thing I heard. Did he get better? Did he get sick? Yeah. Did he get help? Did y'all sell the business? Um, so, like, are y'all on good terms? Yeah. Now that you talk, like, does he have what's going Where on? Where do we go from that? And then what's your third one? Um, and the Ghana boy, he just disappeared. Jaha dude. Yeah. What happened? And my other thing, I don't think we got a proper resolve on, and this is one of my my bigger issues. Um. Candace oh, and her professor. Yeah, that. Yeah. 
I and, and the reason that I say we didn't get it because I know during that montage, well, I think they did. No, no, no. During the montage at the end, they show her and the other three ladies on the cover of that magazine, and it's like the fall of a prominent professor. But here was my issue with it. Right? They drugged this shit for a long time. First of all, right off top, my issue: we didn't need it. I didn't need when they showed me this prominent black professor who she was like, yo, he would understand me more. He would get my dissertation more. I just begged to get in his class. Now I got to beg him to be my advisor because this will make me kill my doctorate. Nigga, I'm going to kill my dissertation to turn him into a creep felt cheap to me. I know that this happens. I get it. But going back to the same thing I feel like they did with LJ, it felt like they wanted to just say, me hey, me too. We in the moment like we get it. We can't have a show that kind of crosses over 2020 without a Me Too movement. And it was like, but yes, you could. And if you was going to go that route, why you do it with this black professor, dog? And fam, what was the payoff with the with all the school shit from, from Candy's? Because she, she, she didn't find the cure for it. What was the payoff? Nigga, what was the payoff from Merch going out and learning how to fucking fight and defend himself? And not beat the fuck out the nigga who tried to rape come him? Come on, bro. You did all this, all this aggression, and the only thing Merch did was get annoying by trying to check his friends at every... No, nigga, I ain't coming to your premiere. Fuck you, bye. This the time you're supposed to put your foot down. Listen, sweetheart. I know you don't want to beat that shit. nigga ass. Fuck out of here. No. I got broke ribs right now, and I'm walking around goony than a motherfucker. I'm ready. I could kill this nigga right now, bro. He didn't touch my wife. No. You're not doing all... And I felt like both of those storylines I thought were pretty clunky up to that point. So for them to not bring it together when it was like sitting right there in front of your face, like, okay, Merch has finally learned how to defend his one. And then I even thought about it from like a kind of artistic standpoint, like maybe they don't want to do the obvious and have him go whoop old dog ass. No, you should. But, but like, give me some resolve. That Show me how she handled it if he didn't go handle it. But I just didn't like that they introduced it. And then the next thing we got was a magazine cover. Like, who were these other three women? What was their story? Like, it just felt... Why do we need this in the best man? Come on. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm just going to sound insensitive, but I don't give a fuck about that shit. And going, y'all made, y'all made this up. Going to Malcolm D. Lee and, um, let me get her name right. The other co-showrunner who was a writer on Insecure, her name is Dana Lynn North. So both of them were talking about, you know, Dana Lynn North specifically said, coming from a series like Insecure, being a black woman with a company called Loud Sis Productions, I really wanted to make sure that I came into this franchise and make the make sure the women had been fully realized three-dimensional layered character arcs. I, get I don't that. think you did that. I get that, but this shit called The Best Man. It's not it's literally about Harper. Well, here's I don't give a fuck about that. I don't think they fully realized. All the women character again. I think they only got Shelby. Everybody the, else, it felt like they left a hole. What open. the fuck does Candace do? She was getting an award for this school shit. What did she do? Drugs. You know what I'm saying? Before Drugs. she even got into yeah. the cannabis and all this, yeah. what did she do? Mer- I know these at two merch school. Like from I, her too. It, again, not fully realizing the story, right? And I also think y'all left a whole part out about like. I mean, it was so much shit around this story about. Regular prescription drugs versus yeah, yeah. like fam, you got like I, I want to use the word illicit drugs. Yeah, I don't even know what the drugs were. Yeah, that your kids is on taking yeah, them to school. Yeah, they was eating gummy bears. I'm guessing these is just regular weed gummies, but it's like 
Y'all aren't explain shit was happening in Merchant Candace household that they weren't walking me through. It seemed dangerous for the children. It seemed dangerous for the kids, but also seemed dangerous for them. Cause even like her coming home that night, uh dog molested her, merch on the couch sleep, she's standing at the steps crying. Da-da-da. You got to be a wild like listen, I can understand a nigga being horny and overzealous. And reaching and thinking he was in the space that he wasn't in. He yeah. wouldn't grab the boob and yeah. it was not reciprocated. Oh shit, my bad. I read that wrong. Uh, Nigga, you didn't stop. No, you dog, about to take it? Dog was on some goon shit to the uh to the custodian lady walked in there. And that nigga said, Oh shit, uh Elena, come back. Nigga, no, Elena, call the cops, nigga. This nigga's a creep. <laughs> send the troops. <laughs> Bro, send the fucking troops. And then it threw me off because like the they kept kind of doing like little shit where he would like lean over his shoulder to read the the computer, but then he would walk away. Or like and I'm the thinking like, am, am I? And I was like, yo, am I reading? This am thing? I conditioned? Right? Like, am I conditioned to see this and think he gonna be a creep? Which is why I know y'all was trying to tell me something with Robin and that girl on a on a fucking on the, on Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. everybody I've talked to felt the same way. Like, what's up with this? It was a because, little odd because. Just on some filmmaking or movie shit, you wouldn't spend that much time just shooting the camera at these two people who had no connection at all. Yeah. She's an extra, essentially. Literally. Like, what, what, what is about this? It just didn't make sense it to me. It was weird. Dog. It was a weird feeling. And then, like, they come back to the, uh, to the, the Candace shit. Merch finds out. He reads. She didn't, like, wrote this letter or whatever. He reads it. He gets pissed off. And then she, like, Nah, that ain't what I need from you right now. This ain't this why I ain't tell you right away. And it's like, dog. And first and foremost, my G, I would have loved to see a real human reaction because that ain't what a husband doing in that situation, dog. Uh, ain't no calming me if you didn't touch my lady like that, bro. I don't even um. Damn, it's hard for me to say this. What's that? I don't even know if that's the right. Well, you know what? I've never been a victim of sexual assault, okay, or anything like that. So I can't tell you uh, what to share, when yeah, to share, yeah. and who to share it with. But I just know, like, as a husband, I need you to share that with me. As a husband, whether you're comfortable sharing that with me or not, when I learn it, my response cannot be calmed and tamed in that moment where you just like, no, I know you mad, but chill. You and then he chill. You don't, I don't need that from you right now. Wait, 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 look, first, <laughs> nah, you nah. don't get to tell Somebody me Somebody touch. I'm not mad at how you responded and told me when you was coming. You showed me what you wrote. But you can't control my reaction right now because I'm livid. And again, I just spent however many months learning how to scrap. I'm going to go beat dog ass. Nigga, who was in my house. Come on, bro. And when they was talking, he was looking at his from Man. across the room. And me and him connected on some real nigga scholar shit. And I thought that was weird, too, because yeah. how he was talking, I'm thinking like he about to say some creepy shit. Yeah. Ain't he? But they didn't. I'm like, All right, but y'all baiting me in. But they I kept going there. Even the little phone call he had. Like, Come on, baby. You know I love you. And then Candace smirk like, <laughs> that's so cute. Type smirk. Whole time. Was this nigga even on the phone with somebody, dog? Or was this the bait and switch on her, nigga? Like, I don't know. But I didn't love that they introduced it and then walked away from it. Because this is a real serious topic that deserves the same level of screen time that y'all gave some of the other shit happening. And at this point, you show me Merge getting beat the fuck up and all this. Like, for what? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't need him. Here's the thing, yo. Because in these final four, we also, we got the movie premiere, right? And when the trailer came out, Merch saw his character and he didn't love it. Man, I'm looking like a sucker on TV. Well, nigga, because you was a sucker. I saw the first movie, bro. That was an accurate portrayal, nigga. 
Like she walked in the fucking Quentin wedding talking about Julian, cause nigga, this is how I ran you when I was with you. Another thing that I love about college. Come on, nigga. And we out of college. Come on. And this is the story about college. Bro, this was the beginning of her making you look like a sucker. Now, I know that ain't the role you play in your marriage currently, but this ain't a movie about your marriage. You married a stripper that you met at a bachelor party who was working her way through college. I mean, suck at shit, but, you know, I've seen Players Club. And I know like, Jamie like Foxx went like with he her said, Like he said, you the one that had the baby with the stripper, right? <sighs> hey, man. No, you married a stripper, and we had kids. Like, nigga, that's not the flex you think it is. Hey, man. Not my choices, but... I just didn't love that they introduced Merchant Candace. I felt like they couldn't find a story for her. And so they just kind of kept throwing shit at the whim. But then it was like, y'all were introducing shit that could have been explored. And you know y'all didn't I, go there. You know what I would have loved? What? Y'all could explore just y'all relationship and how, what, what the fuck y'all doing all these schools and shit. Shit. Because that, 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 that's what y'all kind of did in part two. Because that really came out of fucking nowhere. That Now, now that y'all have multiple yeah. schools that you're getting awarded for. Because they was doing so much shit with the schools. I forgot he was a lawyer. Like, they could have just focused on their regular life, them with their kids. The 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 a conflict could have been like the the one of the kids saying or giving one of your children giving a classmate some drugs. Mm. We can go that storyline. Yeah, I don't got to hear no rape shit. Shit, the daughter with anxiety and how her dissertation connected to her helping her daughter. Like it was a way to do that. And I just feel like that storyline got played kind of clunky, yeah. dog. Um, something else that I didn't really dig, and I, I think the whole internet was with me on this. Um, Deltarius Silver, man. This nigga Deltarius Silver, a.k.a. Demetrius. Uh, first of all, why they keep giving this nigga the wild names and everything he in? Uh, Deltarius, Demetrius. Yo, bro. I, I honestly... Did not agree with Robin on why she didn't want to fuck with dude Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Um, be, uh, on the prison shit. So they made him out to be uh white Michael Jordan. Um, I didn't love that either, but I also didn't get. It was a few things I didn't love. Right before we even learned that he involved with private prisons and all that, when she was so hesitant to redate him because he played her in college. Yo, that was twenty years ago, my baby, or more. We're going on these dates now. Like I'm, I'm popping up on you at four a.m. because that's the only time you got. Like I'm showing you, I'm coming over, I'm helping you with your your migraines. I think that was more than twenty years. Fam, I am literally just trying to like look, be there for you now as an adult. In '99, yeah. this movie came out. They was twenty somethings, well out of college, out of college. Yeah, it's 2022. Yeah, it's been 25 years, probably. Yeah. Spend a minute. Don't keep talking to me about this. Like, I'm over this. If yeah, you want to be like, honest, she like what? Forty eight. Yeah. My G. Yeah, you gotta. I didn't love how because it's been twenty five years. One, it felt when she was explaining like, oh, I haven't had sex with him because when I have sex with Darius, I get dick drunk and da da da. She was telling Shelby and Robin that, and it was like, well, my nigga, uh, you know, sex works differently when you're 22 and when you're 48. Because you ain't even fucked 48 him. You know, you don't know. How, he might not be 48 Savage. You know what I'm saying? That nigga might not be that no more. You know what I'm saying? That nigga have been on Broadway and shit. Like when she was like, oh, he invited me to Paris on the PJ, but I ain't go. Jordan. Because you want to go to an in-house. Jordan. Uh, like, like relax, nigga. I would have went with that nigga to Paris on the PJ. 
Come on, man. Jordan. Like, it was just, it was so unbelievable for a character. It was also creepy that you were standing on my side of my house at 430 in the morning. I mean, that's my, never good. And, and you know my schedule and you talk, like, oh, that's just weird. I watch a lot of SVU. I don't trust niggas in New York at 4 a.m. Like, that's like, just not what we on. Um, but I thought that her reasons for, like, being hesitant with this nigga in general, just, they ain't feel like Jordan, nigga. She's so sure of herself and so bossy and you scared today the nigga who hurt you 20 some years ago nah dog but then for no reason at all shit's going well she look up his company his shell company and then tell shelby hey see what you can find out well he was on the news and he was on oh, the blog that's right i remember that and that's remember what that. I remember that's that. from yo this was a whatever business he had was like a scheme and people yeah. lost money yeah and then he started looking at one of them Skim scammy ones actually ended up owing the private prison and all yeah. other bullshit. So now I, I think about it again, he was a scam artist. <laughs> yeah. No. The prisons didn't make him the scam artist, but the scams made him the scam yeah. artist. Yeah. But like I and I, then I kind of think that for whatever reason, he watched the movie and just realized that the nigga he's sitting to next to was Oh yeah, he one hundred percent realized that And he didn't know that it was Mia, Mia. That, and not yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, nigga, so he really thinking Harper hit yeah in in college. Yeah, I'm like, oh, when I was dating her. Yeah, so I got his little attitude yeah. and shit. But you ain't you ain't you don't know. No. I didn't like how she handled it though, because like even the night of the premiere, he he see her, he like, hey babe, I thought I was picking you up. Like, if you don't want me here, just tell me from rip. Like, I don't gotta be here. I, this is your friend shit. But you got an attitude with me because of the prison shit. Come on, man. And then you wonder why I'm mad when I put two and two together with you and this nigga. Because you got me around this nigga at his movie premiere and he in the movie fucking you. That's weird. You know, if a nigga asked you to invest in a prison, it was going to give you X amount of return. You're you not doing it? Nigga, do I got the private PJ <laughs> to Paris? I'm saying. I'm like, Michael Jordan. The white Michael the Jordan. The white Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, But. Don't go to prison. <laughs> and don't I go to, did, don't, I did go to like, don't go to federal prison. I did like how he you don't you don't wind up in federal. You can you can fuck around and do some shit and end up in the state pen. Oh state yeah. penitentiaries is not private. End up in the county every day. Federal like you don't fuck around yeah. and end up in federal prison, my G. I liked how he handled even though she still dumped him, but when she checked him on the prison shit, I liked what he said. Like, yo, I'm trying to reform them. That's why I'm a part of this shit. Like I'm doing it, nigga. Like, nigga, I control the funds. So I control finances. Yeah. I can allocate them, try to do better I programs, the and then nigga. take that money and go back to the hood so they don't even come here in the first place. Come on, dog. It's like you being a police officer. I like You can tell me that the, the system is fucked up, mm -hmm. and the, the system don't... I got people in the neighborhood patrolling who don't look like me, but you won't become, you a, cop. Won't become a cop. Come on, man. And everybody who talks to a cop is like, don't talk to the folk police. We're not fucking with you. Yeah. So now you're like, how do that work? Because if I'm going to give back and do better for my people, sometimes you do got to get inside, bro. <laughs> like, it's just a fact. I liked how they handled that convo. I just didn't think, like, I don't know. That whole thing felt like a stretch because then, same shit we just said about merching them. What was the point if she was going to dump this nigga and not end up pregnant? It was like, damn, this nigga just served zero purpose. He came in to tell Harper he ain't had no power in his movie. Like, but I don't know why they brought this nigga Deltarius in, man. Like, my nigga, I, I didn't write the movie. Come on, man. They did a screenplay based on, on my, my book. book. 
Like, come on, bro. Do you not know how this works? Come on, man. I don't have final say. Like, they didn't. Like, a Marvel movie from Black Panther is not based off the individual person who wrote the. Okay, here's, yeah. a, here's a better. Ta-Nehisi Coates wrote a bunch of Black Panther comic books. Facts. Did he ever say in the Marvel movie? No. <laughs> no. Like, that's not that's not how it worked. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. I just felt like this Demetrius character, it didn't fit. Trying to have a pissing contest, nigga. You don't even got you. She not secured. <laughs> Fam, at all. Secured. And matter of fact, I'm going to get her tonight. Like, now that you want to bullshit, nigga. Um, let's go back real quick. The uh, shit with LJ. So they're at the New Year's Eve party, right? At Quinn and them house. Um, LJ just kind of, he's a child. Uh, he's a kid. And... Like a silly ass kid, he does some shit that he know he shouldn't have did, and he told uh, Quentin and them daughter to go ahead and post the shit on her TikTok. Yo, yo, when Q came downstairs, some motherfuckers making all that goddamn noise. Yo, that shit <laughs> See was that funny. See that nigga in the fucking wig? He's like, stop making all that goddamn. Yeah, y'all just keep it down. <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh, so you know that Q found out they had the phone call. Should somebody have told Lance? What was your thoughts on that? Knowing me, I'm probably going to tell my best friend. Mm. That's your fucking daughter or yeah. your son. Yeah. Or your son. Like, I know you longer than them. I'm telling my man. Like, so if Dan had a son, well, Dan has a son. I'm going to use Dan. <laughs> but if one of my niggas had a son, and that was they like like my loyalty. I put like this. I know that I don't have any children, so <laughs> <laughs> all right. My loyalty is to your mama, my nigga. Yeah. So when the kid tell me some shit, I'm telling my wife. Nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's when somebody come to me at work and like, can I tell you something? I say yeah. But depending on what it is, I might have to tell HR. Like, you cannot give, you can't tell yeah. me something unadulterated, like, and I have to keep it. So, listen, before you tell me, yeah. depending on what you tell me, I might have to disclose this shit to HR. So, here was the way I thought I would have handled this, right? If I'm in the friend group, I'm either telling Lance, who my man is, my best friend, it's my family, if I have him in years, it's my guy. But if I'm not comfortable telling him that, because you are outing his son, right? So if I'm not comfortable outing him, then we're going to have to have a real talk. Because Terrence Howard tried to have that talk on the night of the party. He went in there and he was like, you talked to your father yet? About what? Nigga, don't play with me. And that's where you got to check these little dick. Like, yo, dog. My, my nigga, don't fucking play with me like you don't know what time it is. And you of all people know what time it is. Don't play with your dad, bro. Because what you don't want him to do is find this out another way like he ended up doing. And now it's the attitude. Because if you're worried about him being mad and upset, don't piss him off. And how about this? For the sake of our relationship, I haven't said anything. Yeah. Because I got that much respect for our relationship. I don't want to out you. I want you to have the same respect for our relationship. Because if your father finds out yeah. a different way and know that I knew... And I betray our 30-year relationship. Come on. You putting me in a really fucked up position. Man, and as your godfather, I'm comfortable being there with you when you had this talk. Like, I can do this shit to try to help. 
But you can't sit here and pretend like you don't know what I'm talking about when I ask you, have you talked to your dad, bro? Ain't no, I ain't trying to rush you. But clearly, you get more and more comfortable being who you are. So let's go ahead and talk to him so you can About continue. that wig you was wearing in this moment. Like, don't make me Come be on, disrespectful. Bro. I don't want to, bro. So I feel like I either would have talked to Lance. don't make me an asshole. I would have talked to Lance or I would have talked to LJ. But I wouldn't have not talked to either one of them. And Didn't then one this of them shit say, came out. I'm going to tell him if you don't tell him. Or, was that Jordan or did somebody? I felt, or was this not nah, one? No, nah, no. I don't think nobody said that. I wish they would have. Because I feel like also with LJ still being a child, he didn't get How the How old is this nigga? I'm going 17, 18 maybe. I feel like he was on some like gap year shit, dog. Because like Lance was, when they was watching film and shit, Lance was talking to this nigga like, yo, when you get to the next level. So I don't think he in college yet. But also he interned in that fucking NBC. So I'm During like. During the daytime. Maybe this was summer break because it didn't seem like nobody was really in school. Well, no, because Quentin's daughter got D's in school and got in trouble for it. What, what, how old is he? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Going back to Asia, the timeline was kind of all over the place, dog. Um, but I would have hollered at somebody. That wouldn't have just and came why you up, practicing bro. in your backyard? Why ain't he at school? Yeah. Practicing with the team? On a field. I don't know. And why you ain't got like a better like proper field? And my nigga, you just went back to 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 football. We know what time football football not paid in the summer. Practice though. Oh, but it was mid season. That nigga tried to walk on and shit. Yeah, that timeline was weird. It got weird. Um, episode five was also the one where Harper and Mia's. All right, not Harper and Mia. Pardon me, Harper and Robbins. Discourse started to really bubble up, dog. It was it was getting ugly. This the one where now listen, I want to ask you a question. What's happening? Now, I didn't necessarily want to do this movie in the first place. Okay, my wife said it was a good idea. Fact, she did, and everybody kind of talked me into it. Encouraged the fuck out of you. Yeah, yeah. Now, I understand that you got some shit going on in Ghana or in Africa. You want to go down there for three months? Oh, we ain't even there yet. But yeah, but like, cause it was some point where. That came up and he agreed to it. Yeah. But then, like, over time, well, no, I guess we, well, he agreed to it. Yeah. And he was kind of, but the movie was kind of picking up scheme and he was kind of weaseling his way out. And like, what, like, how, what do you do? Because, like, now that the shit is in motion, y'all done probably gave me a check. Mm-hmm. I can't not be, I can't be gone for three months. So when he was in in this first episode of this half, when he was gone, wherever the fuck he was, writing, I don't know what he's doing, but he's gone for work somewhere. And Robin reaching out. What was that whole thing with the heat? The heat not working in the crib. Yeah, that's when he was going away. Yeah, when yeah. He was so so she he gone and then the restaurant shit came up. So when she met up with Jaha and he hugged her, picked their daughter up, did all that bullshit. New Year's Eve. It's that episode He did all that And he told her Hey my man is a realtor um, If you want this shit Jump on it Duke Ellington You've seen here First of all Nigga how you know You ain't I don't just believe you Cause you Jaha nigga But Yeah nigga Tory Lanez performed here <laughs> Come on nigga He shot Meg Right over there nigga. <laughs> Dance bitch Everybody right been to the Everybody been to the Fucking Fox That's okay. the dance bitch corner Nigga like You know what uh, He was talking like This shit was the Apollo though He really was And he sold her on it And then For whatever reason about to be A grocery store with no fucking comps, no specs, no nothing, she called Harper and say, yo, 
this building Jaha showed me. I want to buy it. And Harper was like, well, do you got the comps? That was his only question. And she was like, no, nah, but can you call a realtor? Why you can't do it? I'm out working. I'm writing a book that you said I should write. I'm doing the I'm shit that pays for this restaurant you're I'm, trying to buy. I'm writing the book that you were snooping through my shit and read and was the reason why you said you're moving to this house. Yeah. But also, when you snooped in it later and read it, was the reason you thought I fucked Jordan that night. Because I also peeped that. But I'm out working. You want this shit so Ain't that like going through somebody's phone? If you read a writer's book. Especially for a like that's, yeah. that's worse. I'm sure that that's not a good thing, dog. But check this out. Earlier in the first three episodes, or first four episodes, we learned that she upped their community contribution to 25%, right? That's a lot of fucking money. Um, think about this. For me, yeah. this is Jason. Yeah. 35% of, of Uncle Sam is taking my money. Yeah. And and the higher tax bracket you go, yeah. the higher. Yeah. I'm going to say they in a 40%. Yep. I'm going to snatch 40% yep. in taxes. Yep. Another 25%. For community. For community. Yeah. Uh, My nigga... Wait. I need to make these movies and write these books because you're giving away a lot of money. But you know what? You did that shit without asking him. And he talked to her about her. So fast forward to this restaurant shit. We make more. We can give more. Nigga, I make more. <laughs> Talk about it. But it's us because we. When you are at the point where you got this restaurant and you got to buy now. And I'm busy. And you find out because Jaha brought them heaters today. Why is this man in my house? Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Something else that we explored and then didn't explore. I, I just also want to know why you can't call somebody. The Orkin Man. Somebody, nigga. You can't call DT and say my heat. Why can't you call the motherfucking Target and see if they got heaters your goddamn self? I, why is Jaha in my house? Like, who owned this house? And, nigga, where it's was a, Mia when he came in my house? It's a rental. Right? That man came to our house without my daughter there. Did y'all fuck? Cause you she mad. wanted to Cause you mad You read some shit about Me and Jordan Later And you thought that When I was out with her tonight That uh Quentin had a heart attack That me and her fuck Based on what you read Well damn What would I think If I knew that this man Was in my house You wild as hell Coming to the house At 7 o'clock in the morning When I check Oh no Harper's a wild boy <laughs> Like what We're gonna like, talk about why that Why the fuck nigga. Would you stay out that late Yo hey Listen Yo coach like, Billy Baker So 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 this the, this the point Where everybody like Yo no 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 He did this, this I'm not mad at anything Except this right here yeah. On the night that y'all compromised on. Mm-hmm. You thought so much. You wanna y'all had a big issue. She stopped her event or didn't go to her event. Came to your event first. Then you was like, "No, oh, I need to. I need to show up for her too." You went and showed up for her on that night of all nights. You stayed out with another woman. No, 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 no. Here's why I don't blame him for that specifically. I blame him for a lot of other shit he did that night. That specifically, it was two things that happened. One, when he. She came to his fact, Fuck that Rewind At therapy She sprung it on him I can't come to the premiere Wait a minute What? Fucking crazy What? In therapy nigga You waited to Same way You waited to tell me You was going to Ghana When we was doing The motherfucking house shit During the divorce proceedings Alright But Told that nigga I can't come to the premiere So then they go out to the porch And he was like Yo Like 
you really can't come to the premiere? She like, nah, I got a fundraiser it's for this company we work with, blah, blah, blah. Like, but this, we raising this like you know what this date was for a long for a while. Time. And she was like, I know, but we can't change the date. And he like, well, I can't change a movie premiere date. So what are we going to do? And then he even asked her, are you sure it's just because you, you, it ain't just because you don't want to see the movie? She was like, no, I'm, I'm so excited. So then this is where they got into their compromise bag, right? She was like, how about I come see the premiere, but then I got to leave to go to my event because I got to speak and, you know, get these donors. He was like, you know what? You would do that for me. I love you for that. So then at his little after event, after the show, he like. He talking to Lance. To Lance, yeah. And then he was like, you got to be there. You got to show up. You got to be there. And then it started hitting him like, yo, I need to be there with my wife. So he go to her event. He catches her speech, sees she done a great job, and then hears her say they raised enough money to do whatever it was they was going to do. So when they talking after the shit, he get a text from Quentin and Shelby. They like come to whatever bar, right? He read it. It's funny. He show her. They laugh. And then he like, yo, why don't you come with me, babe? She like, no, nah, I got to stay here. Well, I needed to stay there with the fucking movie people, but I came over here to see you talk about some donors you already got. And, and, and you really don't need this thing. Fam, they've already donated the money. You just said it in your speech. I need to be there at the movie shit. And you you know they know who you are, me. And I, they know I got. We got cheese, baby. Like, the cheese ain't a problem. Like, but you know what? Come out with me and my friends. And let's, because one thing we haven't been able to do all night, even in compromising one another, me and you, husband and wife, have not celebrated our night. We ain't celebrate my movie. We ain't celebrate your uh your fundraiser. How about this? Let's go get some drinks. Yeah. How about I not go with my friends, you not stay here, and me and you go somewhere because we got a babysitter tonight. But and and I was talking to Shorty about this shit. She was like, Yo, this was the point where Robin was already checked out. So even in compromising, she wasn't willing to compromise certain shit. No, I gotta stay behind and talk to these don't no, you don't, but you stand behind because you really done already. You done. You through. You gone. So then I go to the bar. I'm thinking it's going to be the whole gang. Only motherfucker who showed up was Jordan. Cut the night short. Now, this is the point where he fucks. Because you can't predict that Jordan going to be the only one there. But you, if you and Jordan wouldn't stand at that bar and having one drink and going home, then when Jordan said, we can go for a walk, nah, I probably should get home. Because like, why I, we, I should go ahead and get home. Yo, why are we walking? <laughs> where are we walking to? Like, let's go for a walk. Yo, why do people in New York just walk? But no, what but like deal? when you talking with somebody like, hey, let's go for a walk. I ain't, have I ever, I ain't never really just wanted to go walk for one of my friends. <laughs> Jay, I'm going to ask you this. If you go walk with Neil Long, I might pull out. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the pier. Like Bro. <laughs> on the pier. No, like, the Brooklyn Bridge, the Santa Monica Pier. It don't matter where we at, bro. Um there's no way in hell Harper sat there and looked at fucking Jordan and said, Yeah, we're going on an innocent walk. No, nigga, you need to go home, bro. Niggas got on a Ferris wheel. Come on. <laughs> My nigga, you on a date. <laughs> <laughs> like nigga, you on a date? <laughs> Yo, a <laughs> Let me put my shit back up. Let me elevate my shit, dog. What day on the Yo, Ferris wheel? Fam. Reading fucking messages. Reading uh now, comments about the movie and Now shit. granted, I understand how one of your homegirls can be around and y'all and cause niggas yeah. is clowning the movie. Yeah. And he was so it's wild. The movie was wildly successful. 
But in the audience also, was wildly successful. Right online, like yo, that shit, yo, the book was yeah, the movie was, was better on. than the book. Ooh, and that he, hurt. In his mind, he like nigga, I didn't even write the movie. <laughs> I wrote the book. Like the shit you like is my shit. But he taking but it no, personally, dog. Because people always say the book was better. Yeah, and yeah. for them saying. The movie was better than the uh, book That's really saying Fuck the movie like, Fuck the movie And the fuck the book But like they was going off so bad And Harper was taking this shit so personal And then out of nowhere Jordan looks this nigga in the eye And says I got something to show you And they go back to her crib <laughs> Harper go home What are you Nigga nothing good is gonna come from this bro But you know what so, This is so interesting Is um I was having a conversation With somebody Who's dealing with um a love, Infidelity a loved one with um, a substance abuse. Oh man, and uh, alcohol abuse, right? Okay, and no matter how many times in rehabs and stuff like this, like this particular person thinks that there is going to be a time where they can just have a casual drink and mm-hmm. not realize, like, mm-hmm. this is a forever thing. Yeah, it don't end. There's not a time that you can just go to a bar and have one drink. Yeah, like Harper, you got to realize. There's certain people that you're gonna be attracted to forever. Yeah, and you just gotta you. That's when you make decisions yeah. to put yourself in a better position. Don't put yourself in a position where nature is gonna occur. You, I learned you and Jordan have done this dance for almost thirty years. Um, for whatever reason, y'all won't just complete the fucking dance. Like get the. Get that shit out the way Like bro Let that the, sexual frustration Out the window And then y'all little, can just Be friend friend These little disruptions That they've had Whether it was the Stevie Wonder shit Or him Like why did uh, Lance beating him up Turn her off so bad <laughs> Nigga We still can fuck With this black eye But he ain't do it And then In this scene They go back to her crib She changes clothes She puts on a hoodie With a bra Cause who the fuck wears a zip up hoodie with a bra under it? Cause when he unzipped that hoodie, all titties fell out. Damn, it's like at some point you gotta realize like you that know, you being set up. It's three o'clock in the morning. Come on, man. Like even if both of y'all probably had the best intentions, fam. Like don't put yourself in a position like that because it's a bad idea. Let me give you a scenario. Let me give you a scenario. I failed. I did it. If <laughs> couldn't help myself. If you walking with somebody. And they say, hey, man, you see that house right there? They sell pussy in that house. (laughs) And he say, do you want to go in that house? And you don't want no pussy from nobody in that house because you got your own pussy at home. Man, I'll be honest, though. Why would you go in the house, Jay? I've definitely been in a situation in time or two where I was in a relationship and I was with somebody who I wanted Mm -hmm. prior to the relationship and I left. <laughs> <laughs> to be just to, just to be perfectly frank, right? Oh man, should not have left. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know. And back you in learn my, later, you be yeah. like, damn, I should have. Hindsight got you, but, but 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 like in the moment you did like, the right thing. At this man. particular moment, like yo, I need to go. Yeah, because like I 100 percent know where this can go. Yeah, or it's going to go for sure, and I'm not gonna come home. And I don't want to be sitting up here making up a lie about tomorrow morning. Yeah. I'm going to look like a liar because I'm going to be lying. So the wild shit is. It's okay to go home. No, I can't. I don't got the, the willpower to. Yeah. I'm out. I got to go. Now, 
in a perfect world, Robin comes with him to the bar and him, Robin and Jordan have a drink and then they go to fuck home. When Robin decides to stay back and then you go to the bar thinking you're meeting all the homies and only Jordan is there, not Merch, not Candace, not Shelby, not Quentin, not Lance, Jordan. But y'all can go. So typically, if all the homies supposed to go somewhere, we pull up and it's only two niggas. All right, man, what you about to do? Yeah. All right, I holler. Nick, and then Jordan even asked him when he walked up. She was like, did you want to grab a cocktail? He was like, nah, I'm all cocktailed out. Pause. Well, nigga, first of all, why did you come? <laughs> pause. But, but second of all, pause. <laughs> but third of all, what do you want from her if you don't want to drink, nigga? Cause then at that point it's like, uh, you know what? I'm all, I'm all, I'm good. I don't want no drink. I thought it was just everybody trying to celebrate, but I'm a little tired. I'm gonna go ahead and go. Or you say, you know what? I came all the way here. You hear Dolo? And y'all not even talking about the the Dontarius? No, like, cause he ain't even asked where that nigga was. Like, oh, matter of fact, that? he did. He like, said, "What's up with your man?" He was, he did. He was like, "Where your little boyfriend at?" She was like, "Don't call him that." And then that's when I knew, oh, she on the prowl. Cause she don't even. She mad at uh, Deltarius. She fucking yeah. Just get a this drink why, and go, bro. This why like adults have to make better decisions. Yeah, man. Listen for like just just stay. You can't you can't pass it up. And then just stay away when you when you at her crib. You unzip her hoodie. Titties spill out all over the fucking Brooklyn apartment. The phone rings. It's Shelby telling you Quentin and had a heart attack. So now y'all got to go to the hospital at three a.m. And now Shelby like, where y'all coming from? <laughs> they ain't even say like, oh, we went to the carousel or we went, we went to the bar that y'all said go to. Them niggas just got stuck, nigga. Oh yeah, no, I seen her in the lobby. Uh, bro, you're lying. You're lying. Like they, we didn't know that we knew. We didn't know that you answered the wrong. Phone. Come on, man. You you act like uh brown sugar. That, oh my gosh, dog. Sprint phones. Like it was just, it was all bad. With Ari right? Parker. Yeah. <laughs> It was all bad. Everybody in this movie has been in this movie with everybody else. This, the, this I blame Parker Harper for this. Oh, this was one hundred percent Harper fault. My nigga, always go home. Always go home, bro. The same night. Come on, man. And then here is the thing: if you got home, and then Shelby called Jordan, and then Jordan called you and told you Quentin was in the hospital, then go to the hospital. But you would have gone to the hospital from home versus from Jordan House. When you answered the phone, when Shelby called like an idiot, bro, your cover blown. You fucking up, boy. You are fucking up. Now, she already had that man in your house. Well, so so she fucked up, too. Is we had no idea that that happened. Yeah, right? we so, thought they fucked. I did not think they fucked. I thought they fucked for a minute till the end where she said, hey, or no, where he was like, we got uh, song skipping and phone calls cutting us off. I'm like, oh, shit, I, he didn't pipe. Because I ain't know. I thought that... Cause we didn't know they 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 kept going back and forth to that night. Yeah. So when initially yeah. he came home, I thought they was just coming home from from the hospital, and I thought they was trying to be coy about them being out and being on a walk and shit like that. I didn't know that the little kiss had happened. Yeah. I uh, even and that, it was Harper's part because Harper went in for the kiss. Nigga, Harper unzipped the hoodie and let the titties spill out. Yeah. But Jordan put on the fucking hoodie with the titties under it. Like it says unzip me. Basically. <laughs> neither of them were helping one another. And when fucking Jordan looks you in the eye and says, I got something I want to show you. <laughs> the fuck you gonna do but see it. What are they double? <laughs> Look, nigga. <laughs> triples? Like, come on, dog. So I definitely blame Harper for that. But then 
where it got really fucked up, here comes Ghana, right? So he gets back from the hospital the next morning. He's like, yeah, Quentin doing I right. woo, woo, woo. Robin, tell that nigga, yo, you remember that, uh, whatever, that group I signed up with? They just reached out. They invited me to be a guest chef in Ghana for three months from June to August. Yeah, that's an actual job. That's not a guest. Fam, here's the thing. For people in that industry, that shit they do. And you know what? I'm, I'm not, supportive of you going over there for three months. You know what I'm not doing it in June, July, and August? I'm going to Africa. It's hot over that motherfucker all the time. Well, do you have your shots? <laughs> 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 Yo, being uh, Africa in August is fucking wild. Dog. To think. Or it could not be wild because who the fuck knows what the temperature is? Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere Outside of the country for three months in the middle of my shit, but I'm happy to support you. But I, I understand that and I I'm, said I was gonna go. Yeah. But you do know that I cannot push a movie off by three months. They getting fu- they getting me the fuck out of here. So when he told her that next scene where he was like, "Yo, they got some meetings they setting up in June." Um, you know, maybe I could come in July and August. And she was like, well, the program ends in August. Well, I said July and August. But you know what he could That's have done? That's two out of three. You know what he could have done? Zoom. That. <laughs> <laughs> or the days of the meeting, fly your ass back. Now, that's some long-ass flights. I mean, but you sleep on the plane. Nigga, you got just, a day. Let's just say, if it's three months, maybe I got to leave for a week. <laughs> do the meetings this week in L.A. or wherever the fuck. And then fly back. Somebody online said he <laughs> you know he could have went over there with her to see the kid. Ghana ain't that far. Bit fam, fam. That far from what? Fam, like compared to what? All right, let, like me, a, let me let me do the Google. Okay. We doing New York to Ghana flight. New York. This is live on the plot to Ghana flight time. Not Ghana, Ohio, because <laughs> there's a a Ghana. So it's about 11 and a half hours. So he could have, we look, if you're going to be over there for three months, you can, like, I know the meetings are going not going to be for three entire months. Yeah. Whatever. Let's just say you got like a week of meetings. You fly out, you stay in LA or wherever the fuck the meetings at for a week. Then you fly back over there. Yeah. Cause like when niggas go to Africa, you be over there for like a week, you know, yeah. like a week is enough time for shit. Two weeks, three he offered her July and August. I don't get why we beefing about June. <laughs> I want it all. Like you God. said, three months. So I want trying to compromise with you, baby. We he married. was like, can we do the compromise thing like we did with this? She was like, nah, no. Nah. She said she was still and she was still. But here's what, and I wrote this. You remember um Jackie Reed from BT? Yeah. She had wrote a post about basically Robin, not the villain. Harper's the villain, and kind of went off. So I wrote this on her post. It's a little lengthy, but I'm going to try to read through this shit because I need people to understand where I'm coming from. Said Robin said clear as day when they were in therapy, that she didn't communicate her frustrations because she ain't want to be a burden. All of her frustrations were pretty valid. nigga. We just talked about some of Harper not being a good nigga, but no, in that one position, it don't negate the fact that she ain't speak up till she was already checked out in the marriage. You were spending inappropriate time with this nigga Jaha from the farmer's market. Let him hold your baby. You had him in the crib. He bringing you heaters. You increase your community contributions by 25% without consulting your husband. You also look like you wanted you wanted Jaha to make a move in that house. Oh, you was you want him to make a move on the street. 
We're going to get there. Um, you increased the, the community contributions without consulting your husband. You chose your fundraiser over his movie premiere. Then you weren't willing to go celebrate with him even after he came to your event. Then you chastised him about moving into that house, talking about you needed to stay in Harlem, stay close to your kitchen, stay close to your community, Not only to good. give up on all that shit to get divorced and go to Ghana after a three-month guest chef, guest chef position. Then you did all that shit and took your daughter and went off on this nigga about trying to get custody to keep her in America. All that shit was extreme as fuck, dog. Listen. These is extremities, nigga. If, if you... Personally, want to go to Ghana? Go. You can't take my daughter. Come on, man. You can't take our daughter. Come on, man. And what court system is going to allow you to take her out of the country? I'm still trying to figure out why permanently Harper didn't keep fighting. Like the merch weak ass. Oh my god. And then here's the thing. Here's the thing. I wrote this too. Said Harper ain't no saint. Nigga had work to do on himself. But if you go back to the second movie. When that nigga was broke and didn't have no money on the way and was trying to figure out how they was going to do this with a kid on the way and a wife now, a wife who's been kind of spacey and flaky throughout her career, continuing to want the shit we talked about last week, her telling him, oh, you want this, uh, this more, this non-existent more, whatever she said, you do too, Robin. You chasing after something. You not being fulfilled by something and you keep chasing and the more you chase, the further you running from our marriage, dog. But you want me to try to keep up with you? I'm I'm literally stable right here where I'm at. You can't keep running from me, but you got a mercurial wife. You just want more, nigga, because we was just broke. Come on, man. And I could... Quentin had to lend us money. Niggas will get mad at you or people will get mad at you for, quote, mansplaining some shit. But let me tell you what ain't mansplaining, dog. If I'm the head of this fucking household, I'm the man of this shit, I'm her husband, I'm that girl's father... And we was just almost broke. When I get back on my feet, I'm not finna sit up here and tell you that I don't understand his frame of mind on working his ass off to get every dollar he could, nigga. Because I'm never going to be in that position again with my seed on the line, dog. That ain't what we doing. That ain't how I'm raised, nigga. The 25% that we kicking out is money for my books. Come on, man. Come on, man. You know what I had today? Marie Calendar. <laughs> Yo, that was the funniest turkey, shit. Turkey, mac and cheese. I mean, uh, turkey, potatoes, and steamed vegetables. But, like, even think about that, though, right? The resources that they had for her to even consider moving to Jamaica when she put that out there. Her to consider moving to Ghana when she put that out there. Nigga talking about she want to move to Jamaica. Nigga, this is a private resort with everybody on this motherfucker rich. Where you think these resources coming from, though? It's the hard work and sacrifice that I'm giving to my, I don't get to spend time with my family and friends like that because I'm out here getting this paper, nigga. The audacity that you think that I'm going to buy is high, this high-ass property in Harlem so we can open up a grocery store that's not going to make no money. Come on. You want me to buy a building so you can make a community grocery store that the people can pay whatever the fuck they want to. Yo. I don't think I'm going to spend money so I can continue to spend money. I don't think people understand. And we don't have kids, right? We always talk about that. We don't have children currently. Me and, and, and Jay are not parents. But knowing the kind of guy you are, knowing the kind of guy I am, when it comes to your kid, you'll be willing to do whatever the fuck you got to do, nigga, to make sure you never fucking unable to put a meal on their goddamn table. 
He was in that position in that second movie, dog. I don't know why niggas is acting like him working so hard and going balls to the walls to get his book off. It's some like wild shit. Fam, we was just broke. And doing this shit that she want to do, we're spending more money than we're making. I ain't saying she unsuccessful. I'm saying she continuing to find herself. I'm trying to continue to fucking put food on the table, dog. This nigga got a Pulitzer Prize for that shit he wrote. Come on. If you had to be in a in a in the crib a weekend cold, goddamn it. <laughs> I got a Pulitzer fucking prize. Wasn't that cold? Cause you ain't gonna get no fucking heaters on your own. You waited four days to call Jaha over here. Why her phone why her phone don't work? Come on, man. How now, come she can't call the realtor? I didn't love so here was the thing. All the shit that Robin and Harper went through, I felt like at the end of the day, all this shit felt extreme and I felt like divorce and a move to Ghana. All this shit was like fixable. I'm she didn't cut her hair. This was all fixable. Shocking. Um, y'all could have remedied all this, but the problem was it was twofold. She ain't say nothing until she was halfway out the door, and he ain't say I want to be a better husband to you till he realized she was halfway gone. But the bigger thing in this is I'm always gonna whether true or untrue mm-hmm. forever. I'm always gonna be competing with Jordan. Mm. I'm never gonna feel that I'm enough because I always think that you still want Jordan. Yeah. So I'm unfulfilled because I don't even think I fulfill you. Yeah. Because I yeah. think that you always want Jordan. So this can't work. And what's wild, it's like not only do I always think you want Jordan, but because of that, I look at your career and think you never satisfied. You don't have enough. But your career to Robin. Is really a reflection of her. She feel like she ain't enough. It ain't that your career ain't enough and you ain't got where you want to be. It's that I look at you and think I'm not what you want to be with. You want to be with her. You want to be with somebody that's hyper-focused on their career like Jordan. You want to be with somebody. So I get her frame of thinking, but it's like they both competing with ghosts, nigga. Because in real life, nigga, he don't want to be with Jordan for real. Because guess how many years he had to be with Jordan if he wanted to be with Jordan? All of them. Literally, nigga. How many years is in the fucking books? He was in over all of them with Jordan. And maybe not the end of the movie, he gave her a look like, you know. He was like, shit, I moved to Brooklyn, nigga. I heard Brooklyn nice. She like, I can't be your soft place to land. Here's the other problem, Jordan. Yes, the fuck you can. Because what have you been? You've been ready to cheat with me since we met you. Hey, I thought that. Come on, nigga. I thought that shit was kind of whack. Now you don't want to be my soft place to land. Why? Why? I'm a Pulitzer Prize winner. Nigga, say you fucked one before. You can't. And like... You fucked Stephen Hawking's? What I mean... <laughs> I don't know if that nigga got a Pulitzer. I was throwing out a smart nigga name. But like, you know you wanted this nigga this whole time. Come on, fam. Or maybe you didn't. Because to be perfectly honest, we, the fans of this show in these movies, have been saying they're supposed to be together. They ain't really did shit but flirt a couple times and kiss two. Here's the thing Kiss three times Since the first movie I've not wanted them To be together at all I wanted him to fuck In the first movie I ain't want him to go with her Yeah I wanted him to get the pussy He ain't get in college Before he got engaged To Robin And went on with his life To be married And have children Cause outside of that Y'all seem like cool friends Ain't nothing about this Told me yeah, They really they soulmates And they so love cra- Come on man Why cause she work hard And he work hard uh, No Who the fuck wanna be with Jordan First of all She working herself blind How about this You ever dated a blind girl 
No, I think that'd be kind of cool though. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't looking through my phone and shit. <laughs> Sending all type of shit. <laughs> it can be any size you want. <laughs> size you, what you want, an arm? <laughs> You'll never uh, know. <laughs> but um, damn, what was I about to say? Oh, who the fuck want to be Jordan? Bro. Like, because people like, yo, this is a great uh, uh, example of what black women should have uh, subscribed to be a scratch. Like, why? She's Man, lonely. I don't. The scene that. So going back to that that question that we've had, yo, like, has Nia Long ever, like, really had a role that allowed her to act? Like, for real, for real. Since, like, Boys in the Hood and shit where she cried with Trey. Yeah, she wouldn't act. I mean, <laughs> Cuba was acting. <laughs> she ain't swing ass shit. But. That scene where she found out she wasn't pregnant, I really like that scene, dog. Because I felt like we finally got some real emotion out of this character, dog. That I need whole, somebody to give her a real movie, though. I would love that. I would love that. Like I don't want to say real movie. I, no, no, no. She's she been in all classic shit. But it's like, I want somebody to, again, even if you cast her as the fucking pretty, let her act, dog. Like, goddamn, quit giving her these little two, three-liners. Throw Mayor's King Town or some shit like that. <laughs> Man, shit! What if she was the role of, of the uh, old girl, that black girl? Yeah, you seen the previews for this season that came out? Yes, man, I cannot wait till next week. I know niggas hype about BMF. I'm hype about the white shit. I'm sorry, nigga, because Brian Cranston looked like he about to kill everybody, including himself, and I'm here for it, dog. I really am. But I want Nia Long to be able to get her flowers. Not just for being in the classic black films, not just for being one of the quintessential fine black women that we know. I want her to really just, yo, she was acting because I feel like she got that in her, nigga. Now, I gave, I seen everybody talking about how Shelby was so much evolved and yeah. all the other shit. Yeah. How do we just go zoom over the fact that you kept this child from a man ten years. for 10 years? 10 years. A man. person that you was actively dating and having sex with. And in love with. Like this, his daughter, and he was like real talk, whatever he said. Yeah, that, that during the ends, and I like that he said real talk. But then it's like, no, let's expound. Like because everything that a mother does is for the child. No, that's not. No, taking my daughter to Ghana is not for the child. Ideally, yeah, that's what you would want to say. Yeah. But yo, people, humans are flawed. Taking my daughter to Ghana will never be for the child. I'm like, oh, Mia can go over there where she ain't got to conform to. She ain't conforming over here. Nigga, she doing whatever the f y'all niggas rich as fuck. Fam. Who's she conforming to? And if you want to keep her around on some real nigga shit, then take her to school in Harlem. She ain't gotta go to school on the upper west side. Conforming is putting her in a brand new location and brand new culture and say, here, do this. Come on, man. Like the shit is just it's extreme. And why the shit with Shelby and Quinn. Why would you why would you want to raise a kid in a single home? Like just just mom. Like I get y'all don't gotta stay y'all don't y'all don't have to stay married, right? Yeah. You get divorced, but I still have access to mom and dad. Fam, you in Africa. You in yeah. Ghana. Yeah. I said you could come see her whenever you want. Nigga. How? How is that possible? How is that possible? I said the door is always open. Here's why I knew that was some bullshit. <laughs> because if you moved out of our west side, upper west side apartment and moved back to Harlem, your door wouldn't always be open. I wouldn't always be able to come see her whenever I want because that ain't the case. It's only the case in Ghana because you're 12 hours away. 
every time I come see you, I have to be over there for a very specific amount of time, and then you know when I'm leaving. If you lived around the corner, this wouldn't be an open door policy to see my daughter every day. I think that is a wild and unreasonable request. In and like in what, any situation, what bro. judge is gonna say, yeah, this is a good idea, fam? He ain't abusive. He not a bad father. He a great father. He a better father than he was a husband. Get divorced. Get separated. I don't and give I, a fuck. And I got more finances than you. Where are you taking my daughter? But you know what's wild? I'm not going to uproot her from all of her friends and her family and her school. And like, I can make a case in court. I see somebody say, like, uh, like the lawyer in me was asking, like, why would, what? Bro. Oh, yeah. No. One of my uh, homies was very, like, why did he stop the custody case again? Like, nigga, you the one. <laughs> like, that was your case, bro. It was there for you. Like, you didn't have to not fight for your kid. And like, two things can be two things can be true. If you feel that he's a bad guy and he's the reason for divorce, that can be fine. Divorce that man. Divorce him, and he the, he the, he's a bad guy the whole nine yards. That don't mean he wrong for not letting mm-mm. you take that kid though. Mm-mm. It's my kid. Like, even the way she came in the room when she, like, Harper, you really going to sneak behind my back and uh, file for custody? Yes. Nigga, you snuck behind my back and plan to sell our house and move to Ghana. The house I only gave you because I thought you and me was standing that motherfucker. If y'all wouldn't stand here, I would have stayed in my house, nigga. Yo, Rob Silver talked about. The episodes directed by Robert Townsend. I agree. I do think that episode six was the best one. Which one is six? That was the premiere where Quentin had the heart attack. Mm. I do think that was the strongest episode. Um, so much happened, right? We had the premiere. Um, we had the the conflicts and the therapy sessions with Harper and Robin. Quentin had the heart attack. Uh, Candace gets assaulted. Like all that happened in that one episode. I thought it was strong as shit. But my favorite scene from all these episodes. Was when the homies came over with the card table. Man. Didn't say a motherfucking word till a hey, heart. We need a fourth. Them niggas have been there 10 minutes, nigga. Busted tables up. They was pulling chairs from out of nowhere, nigga. Yeah, yeah, that sure. scene was powerful, dog. And I think it's anybody could see why that scene is strong. But if you a dude and you've been in a situation where something was fucked up with your mans and y'all had to pull up on them. And you knew he ain't want you to be there. He ain't want to be consoled. He ain't want. But y'all pulled up because y'all know that's what he needed. Yeah. This scene hit different, nigga. Me and you done been in that position with some friends, nigga. For sure. We done been in that. Dog, this scene was fucking. This shit got me emotional, nigga. I ain't going to lie. Because I watched this shit and was like. Yeah. Yo, this is real nigga shit. That's what I was like, man. I, I like. I know we've been going to. F- been talking and touching on these topics. But like, I do think it's important that a lot of these topics are touched and addressed. And how it is for a lot of people having these situations. Is, yeah. This is relatively real. And yeah. sometimes the the request that the soon to be ex-wife make is an unreasonable one. Yeah. And you have to deal with a fucked up decision. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because now I can say no. And now you stay here. And now we just got a really fucked up relationship. And now we raise, we co-parent this child the worst possible fucking way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So let's let's fast forward. Harp gets his Pulitzer. We jump, you know, a year. He gets his Pulitzer. Um, after he's done with, with his interview, his speech, whatever, he comes off. He FaceTimes Robin. They're peaceful. They're cordial. Um, and he says, yo, where's me? I want to, you know, talk to my little girl. Because she congratulating him. 
Yo, congrats on your award. That's huge. You deserve it. That nigga want to talk to his daughter. Where's my daughter? She like, oh, she's at a play date, but I'm going to have her hit you as soon as she get back. I ain't going to lie. I got immediately pissed off. But then right when I got that unlike the most unreasonably angry at this moment, I was like, oh, they about to spin us, nigga. And then she was like, oh, I think you got a special guy. I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. I like that. But all it did was make me feel even more like none of this was necessary, dog. Like, like on the, the 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 quite literally the biggest achievement of my life. Yeah. And you sitting Thanks up there for sending my daughter as a as a surprise, but she not even just here. Yeah, yeah. And you sitting up there telling me that. I deserve this and I'm so deserving of this award and like you so proud of me. Why you not here? Why are we not married? Like why you I didn't so the way they built up these final four episodes with the conflict with Harper and Robin, looking at these eight episodes separately, I didn't see divorce. Maybe a, a brief separation to kind of figure this out. Yo, what do I want? What do I want for me? I would have loved if they could fix it. Man, because this was fixable. Robin, you communicate your issues with this nigga. Harper, you listen. Because y'all got to have more than two therapies. Come on, man. It don't work like that. And I didn't love that they jumped straight to a fucking divorce and a move across the damn continents when this was fixable, dog. I would have loved to see them work that out. Um, I'm glad they didn't. Other side of the world. Yeah, you left. You literally left. You ain't give me a fucking shot. Come on, man. I can't even be a full-time parent. Come on, man. I That's cannot, just unfair, bro. I, can, I literally cannot be an active parent unless I move to Ghana. And the fucked up part, it's unfair for her. Like, so, why so, you put yourself in this spot? So what would happen if I moved to Ghana? Oh, the door's open. You come think as about much, that. stay as long you as you like. You think you're running for me? I, now, what happened if I moved to Ghana? Now yeah, what? Stay as long as you like. Fam, you think I'm coming all the way to Ghana and staying over there and we not fucking... I'm not running right up in your shit like as a husband again. If she if he wouldn't move to Ghana, he'd tell she would tell him to move back to New York. Fam, if that nigga came I moved to here Ghana, to get away from you. I wanted to start new. Yeah. And you're here. Now this you're is in confusing. Ghana and the people love you and he, I'm becoming part of your orbit. It would have been all that. I just don't think they needed to get divorced. And I would have liked to see them fight for their marriage the same way that we saw Lance fight through his issues to to make shit work with me and all that shit. You know what I think? What up? I don't think she ever had any clue that Harper would be as big as Harper is. Mm. I don't like your first book was the book I hate, right? Because yep. it ended up being about Robin and the whole now. Yeah. Honest. Like I never thought you was gonna do this shit. And you don't even look at me like I'm a good writer. You know why you don't yeah. the first book was about your life Facts And you mixed it up or Whatever So I'm not sure If you can write really You did a great book About your friend Lance But the next book You mailed, did It fell flat Yeah And ones of them Fell flat I don't even look at you Like a great writer So when I t- When I, when he told her That And then I remember Making them bumper G books I'm yeah. assuming some kid books Or whatever, whatever the fuck Whatever the fuck that is I heard something about Financial literacy All when kind I, of shit When I want to make Something real he was like, oh, now you want to be some old such and such. You don't even believe you I got it a, in me. A Clarence Thomas Uncle Tom because I want to write. Like what? Them niggas wasn't writers. 
Like, I don't think you know who Clarence Thomas and them was, dog. And I, I don't think that you ever actually believed in my actual skill set. Yeah. And you hold me when you said that. Yeah. While we're talking about the house, you hold me and said, basically, Nick, I don't believe you can write that type of shit. Who the fuck you think you supposed to be? Yeah. Yeah. Now I, you want to be all Afro. Like, bitch, you want to be Afrocentric when you went to Jamaica. It's not even Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, Jamaica's still in North America. <laughs> now what? The same continent. Ah, ah. You want to move to Jamaica? You want to move to fucking Ghana? You want to move to fucking Har- like damn? Yo, man, go visit these places. Stay a while. Guess what? You can- we I got, got enough money. I got our daughter. Like we're fine. Me and your daughter will be here. Guess what? If it's a really dope place, me and her will come for a minute. But you don't have to move to prove a point. Imagine moving to fucking Ghana to prove a point. And then a bunch of child rebel soldiers run up on you and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo. I killed Yo. another man today. Yo. Blew up a hut as he ran away. <laughs> Yo. Child rebel soldiers should have happened. I needed an album. Five more dogs and you can get a soccer ball. Oh, man. That's what my commander say. So, oh. for, for those, because people been hitting me like, Yo. This shit better get a second season. Let me just read. I'm just reading the quote. It's it's called the final chapters. <laughs> no, they not they not hearing that. They not hearing final. They hearing the fourth installment. Let me read it straight from Malcolm D. Lee. He said, "We've told the story, and it feels like there's other stories to tell. But at this point, I think these actors have done and admired these characters really well." And they have other stories to tell. Shit, I have other stories to tell. I closed the books. Basically, we don't have any other story to tell with these characters. At least I don't. Somebody gonna buy that shit. Done. Somebody suggested, hey, why don't Malcolm D. Lee do the movie about Harper's book? Do Unfinished Business. And that way, you're telling a story, but you're telling a different story, not with these characters. Because we have no idea what happened in that book. Come on. We've only heard the little hot spots and the little snippets and shit. Like, what happened with Robin and, and Mia and all? Like, what happened through all that? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, well, in the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever their names was. But... Malcolm D. Lee is not doing... There will be no more best mans. Yo, why don't you... Or me... Uh, why don't one of you YouTube niggas do like I did the Fresh Prince and make an unfinished business? Mm-hmm. Yeah, trailer. That'd be hard. That'll be hard. Well, we seen the trailer. <laughs> hey, Zoe, you going to be Lance. We making that. <laughs> no. Zoe is. Uh, Zoe going to be Quentin. Yeah, 100 yeah. <laughs> Pure misogynist. <laughs> um, yo, man. All in all, I think this series, what made it so dope and what made these conversations so active online these is characters we really fucking love, dog. Like, these is characters that have been in our lives since 1999, bro. Like, we don't typically continue to see movies from that far back build on. Like, imagine if we had a, um, yo, speaking of roles that Nia Long was kind of acting in, Love Jones. Nia got her act on in Love Jones. Shout out yeah, to her. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. got her act on in that. I'm never going to uh, slight the goddess. I forgot all about yeah. that. We did a review. Yeah, we did a great review on Love Jones, yo. But imagine, like, we got a follow-up on Love Jones. 
and we learned what Darius and Nia was really on. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine what, or Nina, not Nia. Um, imagine if we got, well, shit, we about to get the, the follow-up on the wood with the show. I don't know how that's going to go, but hopefully it's done well. Because I really do like getting these old classics and continuing this story. And we've been getting this story since 99, bro. Over 20 years of this story, dog. I, I think that that shit is dope, personally. I love what they did with this series. I think it was real. It brought out a lot of fucking human emotion. Yeah. Plenty of conversations came from this shit. A lot of growth from all... A lot of perceived growth from all characters. Yeah. Um, Lanston got reengaged to the Jamaican lady, which I'm not mad at because she was nice. You know what I'm saying? I like how she said her his name. Lance. Hitting that nigga with that Lance. Nigga, Mr. Lance. I wasn't mad at that at all. You know, marry that. Um... I don't know that the kids loved her because we ain't seen none of that because they kind of montage just through like everything. It was like two of them kids and they was at the table like, yeah. like nigga, you, you about to, you, she about to meet all the kids? <laughs> yeah. They, so I don't like, y'all had, when was the second best man? Holiday was 2013. It's been nine years. I had nine years to not montage us through Anybody's story Like You could have ended it That was the one As final as I know this is And as much as I know They're not doing Any more best mans After this Yo Y'all could have given us Full stories though. I heard Mia character What's her name in real life uh, Calhoun Monica Calhoun Yeah I heard she was Kind of crazy And she Word. Made, And maybe she She maybe actually got fired <laughs> 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 And then somebody told me To go look at her Instagram Said she different Oh shit Um <laughs> Monica, <laughs> hold on. Let me see if I can read this message. Uh, I don't like that. Uh, morning, finally catching up on the pod with the best man episodes. Y'all were so right on Mia, but you know Monica Calhoun is a weirdo in real life, right? Mm. <laughs> like something is wrong with her. I think she got fired. And you're right about Robin. My best friend was like, she has zero personality the whole show. So all this came out of nowhere. Facts, facts, facts. Go look at her IG and tell me her ass ain't weird. <laughs> <laughs> So I will say she Instagramming like a mom. Um, like she got this post, just her, just a selfie, right? The caption is hashtag good morning, hashtag, hashtag all things best man. Like he was in the movie for four yeah, and a half hold up, seconds. Hold up. The next selfie, right next to that one, hashtag good morning, hashtag all things best man, hashtag Monica Calhoun, hashtag eclectic soul, hashtag eclectic soul LLC, hashtag love. Hashtag love spell L U V. <laughs> what is happening? To I I will say I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened because again, I'm just always I'm very like interested when characters get removed from shit that becomes a franchise. It's like yo, what did they do? Like why you why you kill them off? Yeah, I don't love that picture. Um, oh, no, this the one. That's the one. <laughs> Yo, man, shout out to Monica Calhoun. Um, I don't know what I happened. I didn't come off disrespectful. I was just reading a text message. From my yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if Yo, anything happened, bro. What does that say? M. Calhoun, Eclectic Soul, LLC. Oh, okay. This, oh, that's not a tattoo. She just. Oh, no, that's her little ha uh, watermark. Cause it's on a few of these pictures now that I'm looking at it. Yo, man. One is with the filter or not filter. Cause like I don't love it. Yeah, I don't love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Look, man, Monica Calhoun, 
if nothing else, um, you did a great job in your two movies as Mia, and you did a great job as Ebony in Players Club, and we're never gonna forget that, dog. Um, I hope it wasn't nothing weird on the set, but you know, you never know, man. Hollywood's a a, a weird place, dog. Um, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that's wild. What do you think about just in general, man, about the 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 fact that they were able to bring this series yo, 20 years from the original movie? Like yo, that's that's some real impact, dog. Yo, technology is wild. Technology is a real thing. This was not possible years ago. Man, man. Like for them to take this movie that came out 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago. And then that shit be so good and so relevant that you was able to get another movie and eight other and hours. then eight other hours of content out of this shit and really could have done about 10 other hours because some of that shit y'all left on a cutting for it. We basically got 12 hours of content out of this story. Come on, man. We didn't bled this shit dry. Ain't nothing else to say. It ain't nothing else to say, but I got to tell you, dog, this is what I mean when I be like, yo, go out there and create some lasting shit. This is lasting shit. When we be talking about, you know, the, the Tubi shit and all, yo, I know you niggas is doing what y'all got to do and y'all growing y'all, y'all skills and all. I get that. Bro. This is creating shit that lasts, man. You know how niggas say you can have 10 years experience or you have one year experience 10 times? Mm. I be seeing one year experience 10 times on some of these movies. Come on, man. And that's just being real. No, that's what it is, dog. Like, I love the impact that Detroit is having on these tubies and and on Prime Video and all that shit. Like, we killing it a lot of them. But it's like, just because we there in quantity don't mean that we putting out quality shit, dog. And I really want y'all niggas to... Look at shit like this and realize the quality of creating something that can last and expand and go on to become something great, dog. I watched Buffed Up this week again. A classic. Shit's still funny. A classic. Shit's still good. And guess what you could do with Buffed Up? Make a sequel if you wanted to. Make a prequel if you wanted to. You could do something with Buffed Up. Why? Because they made something that lasts. Stop making bullshit. You know, Buffed Up Part 2 should be called White Sticks. Mm. Don't steal that, niggas. Come on. If they do, nigga, we got the IP. Come on, man. Hey, man. Best man. Um, salute to the cast for y'all even still looking great this many years later, man. Like niggas is forty something, fifty something, you and know all y'all so killing, bro. I kind of got tired of everybody saying it. Not because they don't look great. Yeah. But because you look great don't mean it's about to be a good movie. Oh, that's a fact. You know what I'm that's saying? That's a fact. Or like, look at these people. They said, yes, they still look good. But this is good. It's a good movie. Oh, this is good shit. But. <laughs> it helps. Lot, it's a lot of white classics. <laughs> if they come out and do this right now, niggas ain't looking that great, dog. And, and it'll throw you off when you're watching it, dog. Um. This was great content, man. I thought everybody really stepped up. I thought everybody acted well. I thought the shit was written well. Even with the the parts of the story that I didn't need, um, I still I could rewatch this shit a million times, man. Yo, somebody texted me yesterday. I didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah. They was like, yo, I kind of wanted LJ to die. <laughs> I was yeah. like, who the fuck is LJ? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a wild starter text. Nigga. Let me see if I can read this shit exactly. It's a very wild starter text, dog. Oh, man. 
I was like, who the fuck is LJ? <laughs> yeah, niggas is different. Niggas is fucking different. I just. I, uh, let me see if I can find this shit. Oh, it says confession. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. I kind of didn't want them to find LJ. I was like, who is LJ and where was he? <laughs> he said the best man. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, yo, that would have been. But listen, so I said, so this is good. I, I, I did want to bring this up. Yeah. They couldn't do that to Lance. Mm mm. Like he didn't He damn near didn't make it Because of Monica Yeah If he would have lost that one It's a wrap Lance might have took himself out Bro Lance Does not deserve Any more loss <laughs> Like He just doesn't bro But If they did that He would have lost his faith Yeah He wouldn't have been the Lance That we've known dog Like And I That's why I think Them Taking that part of Lance's story and stretching it over all them episodes, I felt like they were like really like poking at the dramatics a little bit. Like I would have liked to see Jamaican Bay interacted a little bit yeah, more. You can like, run that storyline. Y'all didn't have to pop her up at the uh, Hall of Fame or Ring Hall Ring of Fame ceremony and shit. Where would you oh, gotta yeah. stay retired for like? Five, I thought you had to be retired for like five years before you go into the Hall of Fame. Well, that was his Ring of Fame. That was his oh. Giants, or no, it was uh, Jersey retirement. That's gotcha. what it was. Yeah, yeah. So like, y'all ain't have to pop her up at that. Like, oh, I work for Hilton now. We doing this event. Like, nigga, haven't me and you been talking? Would not notice. Like, we be FaceTiming and sending pictures. Happy New Year, Lons. Like, nigga, we. I would have known it. I would have loved to see them talk and build up a little more. Because again, when you gonna flash forward, and now she got on a giant engagement well, you know ring. What? When it was Facetime, and that was New Year's, and that was also when I had all the shit with my son. Yeah, and then I I probably wasn't reaching out because I was going through a whole bunch of yeah. Shit. It just her being engaged, unengaged. Moving to New York and then engaged to this nigga in a year felt like a lot in a very short amount of time. But it wouldn't have felt like that if we'd have got a little more time on that and a little less time on this nigga learning about his son, his son coming out, his son being outed, his son getting scared, his son and all that, all that that fucking plants and shit from from uh, Candace. Well, that the- if it would have went somewhere, we could have. It was stories they touched on that either should have been left. Here's how I feel about the series as a whole. I thought it was very well done. I thought shit was excellent. I have rewatched it a billion times. I'm going to probably watch it a bunch more. Merch character was like a giant fucking waste. We we didn't know what to do with this nigga. This series could have either been six episodes or ten episodes. Now, the episode when he finally told Quentin, I'm tired of y'all fucking with me. I I felt that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that Outside of that. That was the one scene where they kind of maybe hinted at what happened with Quentin and his and his pops in the uh, business. So Merch was like, when Q walked up on him, he was like, yeah, I want to go get breakfast. Merch was like, oh, I'm going to be late. We got to get to girls' school. He was like, well, shit, can I walk with y'all? And that nigga was like, ain't you going to be late to work? And that nigga Quentin was like, oh, man, they just got me over there shaking hands and smiling, dog. I ain't doing nothing. Ain't nobody over there going to miss me. So I took that as they did sell. And maybe now, because of that, he got a lot more time on his hands, a lot more money, and a lot less stress Mm. than he had. But that's the only thing they mentioned ever again from that storyline. So, 
Um, yo, it was well done, but again, I think it should have either been six episodes and they cut some of the fat, or ten episodes and they expounded a little bit more on some of this shit. Yeah, because for this to be final. Some of these stories didn't feel final. Y'all kind of left doors open that didn't really need to be open. Also, think think the the six different what if merch would have did this thing was kind of like all right, my nigga. Oh, on uh, the Invisible Man episode, it's like five of them. <laughs> like God damn, how long are you daydreaming, nigga? Some people, some people. Nigga. Um, I fucked with this man. I like. I, really. I, I really did enjoy this dog. I I thought that the series. Splitting it in two halves and watching it straight through, it felt like I was watching different shit. Like, I noticed things that I didn't notice on the straight through watch that I did on the two halves, man. Um, I highly recommend watching this shit in a few different ways just to get more out of it. Go back and watch it after listening to the pod. Maybe check out some of the episodes and maybe see if y'all see some of the shit me and Jay were seeing. Um, Let us know what y'all thought about these episodes, man. Let us know what y'all thought about... The podcast, the reviews. Thank y'all to everybody who been uh, saluting us, man, on a hell of a 2022. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. We are here. More life, more love, more culture. Episode 279. We out.